John's new album called Up All Night 2. This one's got a verse from Pilo. That would have been next there, but uh, yeah, that's a little too long in my book. It's all good though. This is your boy once again, the Chicano Thanos Mestizo Michelangelo, the Masapan Don himself, Mario Caballero, in the place to be. Yee! What it do! For you, what's good? This is episode number, what is it, where are we at? 54 here of the Puro Caballero Show, reporting to you uh, straight from the Honeycomb Hideout out here in the greater Los Angeles area. It is Saturday, June the 8th. It's a very lovely day outside, um, and yeah, we're spending it indoors talking about some sports and some uh, some other shit too. Uh, man, we're going to have a special guest coming up, uh, my boy uh, Travis, uh, all the way up back in Stockton. We're going to get him on the phone in a little bit. He's got a, a young in that he's putting to sleep right now, so we got to give him a little bit of time there, so um, shout out to him. He got the some suggestions for today's episode. We're going to keep it real local, real NorCal, real Bay shit. Uh, as I'm sitting down in my bedroom right now rocking an E-40 shirt. Shout out to my little sister uh, getting me this uh, nice present here. And uh, yeah, man, got my ace fitted on. Uh, had a little Mac Dre bobblehead standing right here in front of me. And then this shit just came in the mail. Check this out. It's a little button that I got off of Two Shorts website uh, just recently. Uh, just came in the mail today. It says, what's my favorite word? And this is what the answer is. Damn fucking straight. (laughs) All you bitch nasses. Uh, bitch asses. What am I saying? I'm fucking up right now. Anyway, anyway, let's get, uh, let's get right to it. Let's get my boy Travis on the phone. We're gonna call him up right about now. 
and let's see uh, what this fool has to say. We're going to talk about some NBA Finals, some uh, flight game stuff, boxing and MMA, and what it do? How's it going? What's going on, my brother? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Episode 54. Oh, man. It's great to be on, man. You know I always love doing these with you, man. It's yeah. fantastic. What is this, the second or third time we're on together? Yeah, I'm about to say the third time. You know, we've done a couple random ones in the past. You know, the NFL draft was one. You know, we've done two that's right, that's right. Yeah, man, I had to get another guest on, uh, talk a little bit of sport, uh, sports and some fight game. Just kind of was talking about running through it a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, man, you want to just get right into it? Well, let's get right into it, man. You know, hey, no need to beat around the bush here. Let's talk about some sports. Let's fucking do it, man. All right, let's start off, I guess. Let's do NBA, man. Let's start off uh, with uh, some NBA final stuff just because that's kind of the, the most recent thing on my mind at the moment. Um, tell oh, yeah. me... Have you seen every game so far? What was that? Have you been have you seen every game so far? Games one through four? Yeah. I've watched uh, I've watched all the games. I watched all the games. Alright, so I guess just to recap it for everybody, game one, uh that was a that was a pretty close one. That one it was uh um uh Toronto ended up taking that one uh at home to get that one nothing lead. And then uh the second game, Golden State comes back, and they, even the series won a piece, and at that point you thought, all right, they're in back in the driver's seat, but uh, kind of all hell broke loose. Oh, yeah, that was like, they stole one, they stole one from them in, in, in Toronto, and then I was like, you know, they're going back to Oracle, and uh, they have pretty good chances, and then, well, we all saw what happened the past two games. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The, the, the biggest thing that happened in game two was Clay got that uh, hamstring injury right at the end. Exactly. You're like, oh well, uh, then we kind of know who's gonna probably take this one. Exactly. You know? That and then the big injury too was Looney. He he freak he fucked up his shoulder. Is like the first rib or something. I was listening to somebody describe it. It, it sounded painful. First, at first I hear the collarbone. Then I'm like, oh, it's chest contusion. Right. Whatever that. You know. I mean, I guess it was that a big old bruise. <laughs> right. But you know, it's just the. Yeah, yeah, and then Looney's out, and obviously we know KD. Who every I feel like every game they're like, "Oh, there's a chance you can play. There's a chance you can play." And then right before the game starts, like, "No, no, no, he's not playing." Exactly. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's they've been teasing him pretty much since like he first got injured. I think they 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 kind of downplayed it. I feel like. Um, and now, from what I heard, he probably is not even going to play in the whole finals just because I think he went he he practiced yesterday before the game and it didn't look good apparently. <laughs> And then I guess uh, game three happened. Curry went like freaking, you know, scorched earth mode on them. Scored like forty-seven. Forty-seven, I think it was. Yeah, man, he couldn't miss for a minute. He was every every like fifty-fifty, like I can shoot or I can pass. He shot it every time, like, and they needed yeah. him to. 
But, and yeah, and the, the funniest thing is, like, the, the main thing I think of during that game is, <laughs> I was like, man, now he must know how uh, LeBron James felt with that Cavaliers team. Oh, uh, with Delva Dover? <laughs> he put up, like, 51 that one game and then still lost. Yeah. And I was like, goodness Tri- gracious. Triple-double. No, now he knows. <laughs> he's like, he's ten, he has walked a mile in LeBron's shoes in this one. Yeah. You know, I was like, golly. Oh man, yeah, it was like a fucking mash unit out there because no Duran, no Clay, no Looney. Boogie was like gassed. Like Boogie in game two played really well, but game three he was done. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, he can't sustain that kind of thing. You know, I mean, I know it's only Mm -hmm. ten points, eleven rebounds, or something like that, but and six assists, but like. Yeah, he he was coming back. They were putting him in the rotation. And then uh, first round, he gets injured again. Uh, everyone thinks he's done for the playoffs. To his credit, he battled back and he, he got healthy enough to play. But he's just he, there's a difference between being like in shape on a treadmill and then in shape for on the court, you know? And, basketball, and you know, as two... Two hefty gentlemen ourselves. We know that. <laughs> Definitely, man. Can't pull nothing, dog. You gotta be careful out there. <laughs> hey, bro. We, hey, we ain't getting paid to play, bro. And sure thing gonna cover, you know, a couch <laughs> Oh, dude, I've been literally been battling one for like the last like year and like four months, dude. Like not this February, but the one before. I, I, I like I. I'm pretty sure I had a slight tear in it. Now thinking back on it. Um, and because I was like running up a hill back when I was living in San Pedro, and uh, yeah, because it's like a really hilly area, and uh, I like you know running around the neighborhood uh, on the weekends and stuff, but I fucked it up, and then like it just never felt good, and even like to this day, to this day, I fucking uh, uh, <laughs> I've been uh, I have to stretch it out before I do workouts and stuff. It's been annoying, dude. I drive every day. It's my right cast. I drive every day, so I'm fluttering the pedal, so I like I never have a chance to heal it, you know. Yeah, no, I'm with you, brother. It's not, it's, it's not good. I think I'm still battling on knee strength from like 2008. You know, so <laughs> 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 hey, didn't you tear your ACL or what was it that you did? Uh, oh, broke, broke a leg. That's what it was. That's what it was. That was a grand old time. Oh, man. Dog. Yeah, I remember just... I seen you but, through that shit. And I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. But, can we, can we give some credit, though? It's not, you know, it's not... Yeah, the Warriors are dealing with injuries, but so did the Cavs, you know? Right. We gotta give some credit, though, to the, to the Raptors, dude. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I came in, I came into this series, I wasn't even saying, I was like, Raptors, another deal with the Warriors? Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? And then I, after... First off, that first game where Pascal Siakam went for like 32. Right. And I was like, all right, all right, comeback player, or was it comeback player of the year he's in the running for? I was like, okay, most, most, most improved. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, you can never go wrong with Danny Green shooting threes in the final. He's been doing it since forever, you know, with the Spurs early, uh, right. you know, earlier on in his career. Now he's hitting in like, uh, you know, with the Raptors, you know, Van Vliet. Toothless Van Vliet Drake Mini Me. That boy. <laughs> right? He's that a smart. He's a shooter, son. Yeah, he's been he's clutch. He had that kid and he's been going yeah. off. No, for real. I 
Congratulations, by the way. Uh, I've seen some photos, man. Little, little cutie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, young Oliver. But then, you know, who knows? I mean, then you can't talk about the cyborg himself, you know? Kawhi Leonard. The claw. The guy single-handedly yesterday went for like, what, 36? Wasn't it 36? Yeah, 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 like 36 or 37, something like that. Fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. He's the, the most complete player in the NBA, offense and defense. I think yeah, that's, pretty, I mean, that's pretty I'm just accurate. Go out there and say it. That's pretty accurate. He can do everything. He can post yep. up. He can every he, little thing. Everything, and he's, he's man. I mean, you've been... go ahead. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna no, say. No, I was saying, and then they have the they have the. If you saw that video, like earlier this year, he had that, like no look steal where he dove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Doing some matrix what? shit on defense right now. Dude, I was dying. I was like, this guy is insane. It's like, no wonder you want to get out of the Spurs, bro. Right? It's like, I can do it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, especially because LeBron doesn't play defense like he used to anymore, so, yeah, he's just a menace. No, I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and, oh, and then, one, one thing, speaking of LeBron, and this is going to be obviously off the finals a little bit, mm. um, do you think anybody wants to play with him? Like, what's the you think they're gonna? You think they're gonna do anything in free agency? Dude, every every week I've been getting on this show talking about the, the turmoil of the Lakers, and like it just gets crazier and crazier every week. There's more details of like what the fuck's going on, man. <laughs> hey man, this, hey, this starting to sound like the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what, though, I'm a huge Kings fan, so I'm laughing at them a little bit. Over there, like, yeah, now you motherfuckers know how it feels. Oh, I'm, I'm, Y'all yeah. Got dysfunction. <laughs> you know that video of. Uh, you know the video of Birdman where he rubs his hands and he licks his lips and shit? That's how I am right now watching oh, this shit go down. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, Birdman, for real. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. It funny. Like, you got Magic coming out doing interviews trying to talk shit on everybody. Oh, like, my God. And and then answering to all the shit talking once Palinka responds to him and stuff like that. He's like, no, nah, I never bullied anybody. Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, hey. He's like, Magic. He's like, hey. I just want, you know. I saw him on the Stephen A. What was that first take show with Stephen A. and yeah. Max Kellerman, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's sitting there. He's like, hey, I told them when I was taking the job that I have other businesses. <laughs> <laughs> Why take the Wait, job? <laughs> you're the president of basketball operations, and you're like, no, no, no. I have other things I want to do too. <laughs> I want to come in the office twice a week. Like, what? Like, you're not gonna like go scout? <laughs> Uh, he's trying to he's trying to handle he's trying to handle the, the Lakers like Trump's handling the country. I, I, actually, I, want, to, uh, uh, I want a I have a tea time I have to get to. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man! Yeah, give me the condensed notes. I want pictures and graphs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys have all those pie charts? <laughs> Show me the hot spots on the court where they're shooting from. That's oh, all I want to see. For real. Shout out to Vlade. I ran, in, I ran into him at the airport a couple weeks ago. I, th- I think I saw that photo, bro. I mean, uh, it's kind of tough with those things, right? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, all right, I don't want to be that person where I annoy them and try to take a photo. Yep. 
but then, you know, I also want a photo that's good enough for me to show to everybody. I fucked up and took the blariest photo ever because I was nervous. I was like, I was like, these are my, it was, it was him and Peja, and they're sitting there on my flight from uh, Sacramento to LAX, and, uh, um, they're like, I'm sitting down at the terminal, like waiting for my plane to get there, and I'm looking out, like facing like the the window, and I look to my left, and fucking a six ten Serbian dude walks by me, um, or is Peja Serbian? I can't right. remember, or whatever. Um, I mean, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say they are. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies if I misspoke, but he walks by me, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait, that's Peja. I was like, hold on, and then and then I, I'm like. I'll start to get, like, my, I can feel my hand going, like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then two seconds later, from the other side, Vlade comes and, and sits down. They're sitting, talking in Serbian for a minute. And then one of the uh, flight attendants comes over and was like, hey, I know you were on my flight and everything, but is there any way I could take a photo? Uh, and they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. It's like this lady or whatever. And she looks, like, a little older than me. But then she says something to them. She's like, oh, I used to love watching you guys as a kid. I was like... Oh, uh, make that made me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? You're like, hold on, you don't drop one of those. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but, the, uh, just to confirm, just to confirm, Peja is is Serbian. Perfect. Serbian. I did a little research there. Just, so, Peja, shout out to you. You are Serbian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yeah, dude. And then I'm a Because uh, me and my sister were flying down. She flies out to Ontario because that's closer to where she lives. Because um, we were back from my brother's graduation from St. Mary's, the last caballero oh, to, to graduate oh, from wow. there. So we uh, we had a uh, well, congrats to your brother. Yeah, thanks, thanks to him. Um, he's going down to Cal State Fullerton, so he's also moving down to SoCal. Um, and the whole caballero clan is just uh, migrating down south, huh? Yeah, man, we're like the monarch butterflies. Soon, pretty much, we'll be in Mexico yeah. soon. <laughs> Oh yeah! R.I.P. Tisha Penichero, Yolanda Griffin. Oh man, they had the good teams. They had good teams. Um, uh, what you called? What was I gonna say? Um, yeah, man, so they're sitting there. I'm like, go over super nervous. I'm like, hey, is there any way I can get a photo? And I'm, lo- they're looking at me. They're kind of like, I guess, like <laughs> type of thing. And so I just snap it real quick, and then it came out blurry, and I was like, I ain't going to bother them again, man. Like, All right, like, yeah. it's like you guys, uh, you guys understand what I did. <laughs> Intention was there. Oh, man. But, yeah, my sister, she she was walking through because she had an earlier flight for, like, 30, 40 minutes earlier. So she texts me, and she's like, hey, I think I saw Peja. And I was like, what, for real? And she's like, yeah, I was talking to this dude in a Laker hoodie. And I was like, oh, really? And so I'm standing, I'm sitting there at the at my terminal, and there's a bunch of kids that are like AAU basketball, like look like two or three different teams, uh, part of the same yeah. group. And that that guy that she was talking about had that Laker hoodie. It was Tracy Murray, ex NBA player. Um, so, I th- so they were all this, they're all in the same terminal, and like they were. Eventually, Tracy was talking to to Peja and to Vlade. When they were sitting down and stuff like that, and I put two and two together, I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." So it was them. I texted her. I was like, "Yeah, it was Peja." She's like, "I knew it. I knew it." <laughs> oh man. That's funny, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, oh. I wanted to say something like witty or like you know complimentary, but I got I like I totally blanked out. I wanted to say like, "Hey, man, hey, Vladi, keep proving me wrong," or something like that, because. Um, right, you, 
you always want to you always want to show them that you know what you're talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? You're like, hey, hey, keep proving haters wrong, bro. You know what's going on. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I didn't know, I didn't trust anything you were doing. Right. <laughs> right. I'm, Marvin Bagley, but like the boogie trade. Hey, hey, I was like, I thought, you know, after a while, I was like, Marvin Bagley, okay, you know, especially, I mean, I don't know number two, but I didn't want another guard to come in and mess with Aaron Fox's development, and obviously he mm. knew that too, because Aaron Fox yes. also in the running for comeback player of the year. Yes, yeah. he, he improved a lot this so, season. Yeah, or is it most improved for comeback? I don't know, one of those awards. Yeah, yeah. He's been He's doing it. Shit, man. And then if he if he keeps developing that shot of his, bro, there's no really no limit for this kid to be like this perennial all star. You know? Like, Did you see him on Jimmy Kimmel the other day? Oh, first shot. First shot. He nailed it. <laughs> hey, literally. Literal first shot. I was like, all right, ready, go. Bang, got him. He yeah. dunked, dunked him, <laughs> dunked him in the water. I'm not really, I'm not really into getting wet. You know, I'm a fox. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's pretty much how that went. That was funny, man. That was funny. Yeah, man. I think they have a good chance to make the playoffs next year. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, do you? Who, who do you think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna pick up anybody uh, free agency wise that you want? Is there a wish list? Does uh, Mario have a wish list? I think ideally Tobias Harris would be a nice fit. I think. So nice. Right? Because he doesn't need the ball to be good. Nah, man. And he's, you know, he's he's essentially a stretch four, you know, in our kind of lineup, if you will, right? He's like a shooting guard, or a small forward, stretch forward kind of thing. Yeah. If if the Kings want to go small and put Bagley at center, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or Harry. Have Harrison Barnes at the forward, and then, you know, have Tobias Harris anyway that wants to mix up, you know, I feel like that's a... And Bagley also... I mean, Bagley also kind of had a little bit of a shot, you know, like a little bit of a three-point shot, which it's coming along. The shit out of me. It's coming along. Surprising. Yeah, man. I here's my here's my underrated uh, pickup of this uh, this summer. Uh, I would like a Brook Lopez oh. or a uh, yeah, Brook Lopez would be really nice because we need a defender at the rim, and he also could you know pop out at the three-pointer and shoot. We saw in the playoffs. Who saw that coming two years ago? Okay. Who, who saw that coming? Him developing into a three-point shooter. Exactly. He was like, you know, I kind of have to adapt or die. I felt like he's like, yeah. I'm either going to be in the league in two years, or, or I'm going to be fucking a free agent forever. Don't the you Lakers feel stupid for letting him go? What was that? I'm the sorry, man. Lakers, I bet you they feel stupid for letting him go for trading D'Angelo now and like all. They. Oh, but the, the the Lakers feel stupid for letting a lot of people go. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell. I mean. And then also, I think Lonzo Ball is... Whew, He's not, no lived, up, not lived up to it. I heard rumors that they, they might consider trading him for to Phoenix for like the number four pick or something so they can put a package together for somebody. Yeah, I heard that or like Chicago or something too. I was like... Yeah. I heard a bunch of different ones. I was like, they trying to get rid of him too. They don't even like point guards out in, uh, out in LA. I know, LeVar Ball <laughs> talking, talking shit again on TV again. Yeah, man. I, was, I like how uh, his dad hasn't been in the news very much either, so... Right. Yeah, that dad screwed yeah, but, over the little, the younger ones, man. Because the youngest one, I think, he had a chance to make it, but now I don't know. I know. They pulled him, he pulled him out of, like, high school, didn't he? And then, well, the, we, we don't even want to talk about the one that went to UCLA and then got caught shoplifting in China or some shit. Yep. Yep. What a, what a dummy. 
Yeah, Lamelo <laughs> is the youngest, and Leangelo is the middle one, and they. Uh, there we go. Uh, I know it started with a lit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Dude. And then, uh, oh, and then this thought I meant to bring it up. I know this is hella off topic, and we're going backwards a little bit, but I hella meant to bring it up. I was like, how poetic would this be? If the back to the finals, how poetic would it be if the the Warriors came back from three one to win it? That would Just be, like the Cavs did to them that one year. Yeah, that would be you crazy. I, I was I was thinking if Durant comes back and wins three in a row, you got to give him the MVP, right? Oh yeah, no doubt. Even though even though yeah. Curry had forty seven in that game, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> nah, you know, but hey, it didn't it didn't win, and I think that's the only thing that counts, right? Is a win. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters is when you win. Right, right. <laughs> Man. Yeah, fucking, uh, what was I going to say? The, um, yeah, man, back to the finals, though. How, how crazy would it be, though, if Kawhi wins a ring for Toronto, dips, goes to the Clippers? Do you, do you think they still retire? Oh, dude, that would be so epic. <laughs> that would be so epic, dude. Talk about plot twists. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. The two best players are, might have a very good chance of playing at other teams next season. Because KD, I think, is going to New York. You think he's going to New York? I think so. Man, I, and then you think, I mean, that'd be crazy. I mean, it's just be, free agency now is so crazy in the NBA because it's like a switch up all the time. Like, you got Kyrie trying to go to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck wants to, whoever wants to go to Brooklyn. And then you got a KD maybe going to New York. Who wants to go to the Knicks? Right. And then, you know, you got a, I think the Clippers are going to be nice next year. Dude, I I, I I under surprised like underestimated them at the end of the season because when they traded Tobias, I was oh. like, I was like, oh, that means the Kings are gonna make the playoffs. This is gonna be awesome. I already was that, make. That's was, exactly what I thought. I was, I was like, cool, the Kings have a fast track into the playoffs. <laughs> I was already making plans to go back and try to watch one of the playoff games, man, because that the, one of the first playoff games in Sacramento in like 16 years would have been epic, dude. It would have been oh, so fire, dude. Oh. oh. I can just imagine my ears being so, like, blown out from every cowbell ever. Dude, oh, man, dream. Next year, next yeah, year, yeah. we're going to do a show at the at the arena during the playoff game. Fuck yeah. That's what we're going to do. That's, that's the plan, man. That's the plan. <laughs> we're going to be on site. <laughs> uh, I crossed my fingers, as I was saying. Right on. my fingers. Knocking on wood right here. <laughs> right. Also, my, also my legs are crossed. So, double crossies. We're good. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Kawhi, dude, he is uh, he's a menace, uh, and he's like, do you hear about him suing Nike over his logo too? Yeah, dude, I could go on and on about stories about Kawhi Leonard. He's suing him over the logo, and then I just read some, some random ass report where it was like <laughs> the Spurs had like some machine where they strap your waist down, you know, strap it to your waist, and then you do squats, right? And it's, it's like a it's strapped to like a metal plate on there or something crazy. Yeah. And then he broke it. And then he, <laughs> his one comment, his, his one comment after was, too strong for the machine. <laughs> <laughs> he is a cyborg sent from the future to destroy NBA fans' hopes and dreams and like win championships. Yeah, there's no more Skynet because of Kawhi Leonard, that's for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you been listening to his yeah, post-game he, interviews too? So funny. He's... Uh, <laughs> he is the best. Like he, I know he doesn't want to be a part of interviews. He's like the, he's like the Marshawn Lynch of the NBA. He's like I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. But every single one, 
every single one of his sound bite. Oh. Every single one he's like producing just nothing but hits. If you will. Dude, round two, round two, when they asked him, when like the the, the Chinese like uh, radio station started talking to him, he's like, "Oh, we're talking to China. Do you have anything to say to the fans in China?" He goes, "Ni hao, ni hao, ma, ni hao." <laughs> <laughs> and then his, his like his facial expression was just like hella derpy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so much. Ni hao. <laughs> When you're, when you're that good, it doesn't even matter, like, you know what I'm saying, if you talk well to the public. He's like, they're asking him in the at the last round in the conference finals, it's like, uh, so you're down, your team's down 3-2, what do you guys need to do to, to, to win it all? He's like, well, honestly, I don't know, because I've never been here before, but we're going to figure it out, or something, something like that. <laughs> something on the nose, like. <laughs> Literally, there was one the other day, like, or actually, it was last night, I asked him, like, the guy was, uh, he's like, man, what do you think this will do for the... For Canada, if you win a championship, you know, for them, and she goes, I think you'll just have to ask one of the fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't really know. You might need to go in the street and ask one of the fans. Like, guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It was funny because they asked them one time, too. It was just like, uh, because Lowry had, like, a good game, and he was like, uh, so how do you think Lowry's, like, uh, dealing uh, dealing with, like, uh, having up and down games, and he played well tonight, how do you think he feels? He's like, honestly, I don't know, I haven't talked to him yet, but uh, I'll go talk to him in the locker room, and then we'll find out. It's like, <laughs> 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 you know, I guess it just comes, that's from complete honesty, because the news conference got to him before he could even talk to his teammates so he's like I don't know I'm not gonna put words in his mouth yeah, so Ser- seriously though Kawhi for being honest seriously though that's refreshing kinda cause most people give all the the standard answers and stuff you know and <laughs> he feels real good about his you know game tonight he just you know plays hard he's a good worker you know no, he's like you know I don't know we'll find out when I talk to him <laughs> oh man, I love it too. Dude, what's underrated is he's playing on like a leg and a half too, and putting up numbers. Like he's not healthy right now. You could tell he only jumps when he needs to. True. Hey, he, he sideboard. That's all I can say. Sideboard. I know. I'm not giving any props to the trainers in Toronto. I'm just saying, nope. It's all Kawhi. He does this by himself. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was crazy though. I read, I read in uh, like a, a few days ago. It said uh, Kawhi he has right hamstring injury, and he's now dealing with left knee soreness because he's been favoring it too much, and he's still going out there balling, like no, no problem. Yeah, I mean, you're right, you're right, and I, I don't know if it's just like bad matchups for the Warriors either, but like, let's be honest, there's nobody that can guard Kawhi Leonard. Nobody, oh, nobody. Man. Well, especially in the league. I mean, here. if Iggy was three, three, three to five years younger, maybe. Who? Iguodala. If he was like three to five years younger, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He, he has the body type to kind of push him around when he was, uh, you know, a little younger. You're right. Yeah, but like even him, he's got the the skinniest legs I've ever seen on an NBA player. All NBA players, just like no caps. They can all jump out the building, but there's, like, no caps. I don't understand, because I do cap raises all the time, and I can't jump to save my life. <laughs> Me too, dude. Me too. <laughs> Me and you both. So I, was, I, was blessed. I was blessed with these tree stumps for caps. <laughs> things don't even work properly. Just carry my weight around. Oh, for real, for real. <laughs> I was listening to Joe Rogan, and he was talking to somebody who's just like, wouldn't it be an advantage if somebody was, like, overweight growing up, and then, like, they lose a lot of weight? Wouldn't their legs be, like, naturally stronger and stuff like that? I'm like, hmm. 
Because, like, yeah. it's like, hmm, maybe. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> like, it's, a good, it's a good point. Right. You're going to have to find somebody who wants to lose weight because it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> it's like, bro, you, there's too many taco spots around and too many barbecue places for me to lose weight. It's different. It's 2019. Everybody and their mother starts a restaurant. I gotta try it all. Seriously, man. Seriously. Yeah. There's so many good spots back in Stockton right now. Oh. Going everywhere. Dude, down here it's crazy, man. Me and my sister, we went to oh. the, the Culver Stairs today and, uh,. We uh we got a little workout in, and then afterwards, I was looking around at spots, and we picked a freaking, like, Marisco's truck, freaking fish taco spot. Oh, my God. It was so, so oh, bomb. Oh, man. So bomb. Oh. Yeah, I'm cooking, I'm cooking right after the show. <laughs> <laughs> right to the kitchen. Ugh. For real, man. Shit, man. Um, let me see. What else is going on at the finals? I mean, last game, how about freaking uh, Van Fleet getting that... Uh, Semi concussion or whatever. Oh, like he was like leaking from the eye, and then he also lost the tooth. The Drake mini me. Right, I know, no, man. Right? Are we talking about Jesus? I was like, hey, I, hey, he's a trooper, man. I was at a bar last night. Uh, well, like preface this, I was coming from work. Um, a friend of mine uh, invited me over to his like place because he does like they they do like little comedy shows in the backyard like uh, a couple times a month. Yeah. So, I went last night, I was doing that, but I was texting him, I was like, hey, I might show up late because uh, I want to watch the game, and he was like, alright, cool, well, try this bar out, this place called The Scene out in North Hollywood, and it's like this divey, little skeevy little bar that has, like, um, a bunch of people who, I think, like, people who live in North Hollywood, like, that's their local spot, it's like super cheap drinks, and um, I had, like, three or four drinks for, like, 20 bucks, which is, like, almost impossible to do in L.A., and, um, That's what I'm saying, man. Like, what do you know, the owner? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was cool. And they had, like, a bunch of... I was talking to some of the locals there, having a good time. But we're watching it, and, like, I see that shit happen. And, like, I was like, holy fuck. That's fucking crazy. This dude's leaking. He was leaking so hard. Then they had the slow-mo where the blood, you see it coming down the side of his face. Like, oh, oh. Get all, all in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I, talk, I was talking with the locals there, and there, I was like, man, like they gotta put him through the concussion protocol, and they're like, yeah, man, they're like, what day is it? Like, how many fingers am I holding up? I'm like, man, you just gotta ask him like who they're playing. He's if he says the Lakers because they were yellow, also, then don't put him back in the game. <laughs> you know? Uh, how many teeth you got left? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, man. How about Marcus Gasol though, too? Hey, honestly, if there's one person I'm happy to get a championship if they win, it's, it's Martin Salt. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. being stuck with the Grizzlies all those years is just... He used to yeah. ball out. Him and him and Zebo used to ball out, though. They were so good. They were one when, of my favorite uh, teams. When, when, post-game was, when post-game was a thing in the NBA... Dude, I used to love playing 2K with the Grizzlies because nobody in that plays 2K knows how to post up. But I would learn how to post up, and I would just bully ball them and like play like run the shot clock to like 20 seconds every possession and just piss off people. Oh, play. People would play with like the the Heat when they had LeBron, or they would play with like one of the top teams, the Warriors. Oh, yeah. And I would shoot, shoot with nothing but Ray Allen. Yeah. I know, motherfucker. Like, LeBron attack the rim, dunk on people, kick it out to Ray Allen. It's like, it was annoying. It's like cheat code shit. And, and when you play online, everybody plays with those teams. It's so fucking annoying. So I'd always counter them. And that was one of the teams I used was uh, was those Memphis teams. 
Um, well, you know, it's not bad. You, they had, what, Mike Miller on there still, too, you know, and uh, that? They, they had Conley during those times, too, didn't they? Not a bad little point guard. Yeah, yeah. Point Con- guard, uh, yeah. Con- Conley will pull up from three, can run a little pick and roll game with them, but uh, their problem was they never had a good wing player um, to kind of counterbalance on offense. Makes all, all the difference, man. This NBA, the NBA now is run by nothing but like small forwards and, and point guards. Now I feel like, or not right. just point guards, but point guards that can shoot. Yeah, you know and so small forward. I think if you're a small forward in the NBA, you have to be able to literally do everything on the offensive end. You know. Yeah, and you got to be able to slide. Guard. Yeah, you got to slide to the power forward sometimes, and like a bunch of stuff. You got to be versatile now more than ever. Dude, I know. Whoever thought uh, like stretch four would be a position, right? Yes, they have stretch fives now, dude. Like it's crazy. You're right. I did mention I want Brook Lopez, right? <laughs> He's one of them, man. He would be nice, I think, too, man. Because uh, uh, I think Willie's gone. I think he's he's not gonna come back. He wants that money, bro, and I don't think the Kings are willing to pay him. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree on both ends. If you're Willie, yeah, go get that money. But if you're the Kings, you're like, all right, cool. We saw you. Oh shit! I think we lost him. I think we lost him. Um, anyway, like I was saying, though, uh, here we go. We're gonna call. He's, he's back. He's back. Sorry, minor technical difficulties. All good. All good. We're still live. <laughs> We're still doing it. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, dude. Willie Cauley Stein. I think he just wants. He wants to be paid like, like an elite, like center. But he's all he knows how to do is run the floor and catch out the oops and defense and move up. He's so inconsistent too. No jumper either. No post game. You're right, man. He's, if, for what the Kings want to do, I don't think he's like he fits what Luke Walton wants to to do for the Kings. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The one thing about Brooke is that I think Sacramento wants to get up and down a little bit more. So I, the one thing sure. is is he won't run to finish, but I think he'll be a trailer type that might be able to oh, yeah. know, secondary well, break. I mean, what, what I want him for is uh, is essentially rebounding. A little bit of rim defense, and then he can also space the floor to get uh, De'Aaron Fox a lot of space in the, you know, because De'Aaron, let's be real, his bread and butter is driving to that hoop and scoring that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then right. he can kick out to Brooke Lopez to, to shoot a three, possibly, you know, if the center decides to stay in and try to, you know, play defense. I think that he'll be able to kick out to Brooke and maybe pop a couple threes every once in a while. I agree. I agree. That would be nice. Yeah. I think that would be good. Yep, and then. I just think you need to surround like the Aaron Fox with nothing but like shooters and like rebounders. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right there, man. Uh, I agree. I and, agree. Uh, and a decent backup point guard. Yeah, you know, I like Yogi Ferrell, but I'm just I, I feel more like we kind of discussed this the other day or the last time was maybe like a Derrick Rose. Just saying. That I, yeah, I think that's a that's a good three wish list right there. If you get one of them, you'd be happy for right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I can wish for all these players we want, but, <laughs> you know, do we have the money, and also do they want to come play for a rebuilder in, San, in Sacramento, you know? True. That's true. Um, I'm concerned because I don't know how much money they'll be willing to offer and shell out for these guys necessarily, but I think they, if, if they do get one of them, it would be a big plus. It would, it would. would. I think that would be give them a push to, to make the playoffs. Yeah, and I was, I've, always, I've been reading, like, all these reports about Vucevic. I don't know. I don't know. He rebounds, he but he, he doesn't protect the paint, and he's like a post scorer. Where we... Exactly. He's a, 
he's a 2010 machine, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think, like I said, I don't think he fits what the teams are trying to do. Right. You know, on, on offense. Right. So, Right. All right. I I think we've uh, we've kind of covered a uh, little finals recap, some some NBA offseason king stuff. Um, I guess one more thing too about uh, the Lakers that I had written down here. Um, did you see that thing about Rob Palinka lying about uh, the uh, uh, when Kobe met Heath Ledger? No. Oh shit! So there's a video that came out from like last year where he's like at one of those like team functions or whatever. Um, like they're at like a dinner or something and he's like standing in front of like the, the audience uh, in front of the team and he's like addressing them he's talking about he's like yeah you know I worked with Kobe for 18 years it's like no shit you were his fucking agent like everybody knows why you got the job like so he's, he starts off with that and he goes like oh yeah so I worked with Kobe and he used a lot of different tactics to be you know to motivate himself and one time before he was playing the Knicks uh, on a road trip in New York, he he was telling me he was like, "Hey, I, I just uh, he just seen uh, the Dark Knight, and he was blown away by Heath Ledger and his performance in the movie." So he talks to me, he says, "Hey, hey, Rob, is there any way that I can uh, you know meet him so we can uh, talk about how intense and how he got into the role and stuff like that?" And so he says that uh, they he put the meeting together and that eventually Kobe dropped fifty on the on the Knicks that night, which I remember the game when it happened. He was going on fire, but here's the kicker though. The Dark Knight was released, but Heath Ledger died four months prior to its release date. So this is literally, he literally lied about the whole thing. Like, that couldn't have happened. It's worse than a dead man, too. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, R.I.P. Heath, but way to go there, Rob. Make yourself look better. Yeah, man. So I don't know. why. Like, what's the point of lying there? Like, it's just, it's stupid. And And then now in my book, it's like, I can't trust you for saying, like, the actual shit. You know what I'm saying? Like... Oh, definitely. I don't trust Rob Poinka. Yeah, you're right. Why would you even, like, what's the point of lying to that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're making up stories with these little kids or what? And they're not going to do any background research on you, Rob? Seriously, <laughs> seriously, though. It's like, what the fuck, man? Um, but, yeah, so that was, like, super weird. And then how about Rich Paul um, complaining to Adam Silver about uh, about Luke Walton when he was still on the team? They were, like, uh, Maverick Carter and, like, uh, um, the commissioner, uh, Adam Silver, they were at dinner or something like that. Uh, someone on the East Coast, and they were having a conversation, and you know they they planned this like the the whole uh, clutch sports and everything. They planned this, so Rich Paul apparently was at the table next, right next to them, just so happened yeah. to be at the table next to them. Right, exactly. Comes over and just starts bitching about Luke Walton, and then Adam Silver was listening. He was hearing him out. He was listening to them, and he uh, and he was just like, uh, "All right, well, who would you suggest to replace him?" And they said Tyron Lue. Um, was like the number one guy, I think, that he had said. And he, he had a couple other names, too. But how crazy is it that they got fucking Vogel, of all people? Like, he's all right, coach, but, like, I don't know. I was, I was out of nowhere. I was like, well, where did this come from? This guy is, he's like, I mean, all credit to Vogel. I thought he was a good coach in Indiana right. when he was there. You know, he put, he put together a solid defensive uh, squad, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but, damn. It sucks because they literally played. I think Tyron Lue would have been a better coach for him. And they tried to cheap out. They tried. They didn't want to offer him. They didn't want to give him enough money uh, from what he was asking. And if you're the Lakers, you have a fuck ton of money. Like you're not poor. You're not the Maloofs, dude. Oh my God, he's so right. He's so funny. He's like, oh yeah, we're strapped for cash. No, you're not. (laughs) Like for real though. And then and then the other crazy thing is that Jason Kidd's going to be a head assistant. 
Like, you already know Vogel's going to get fired midway through the season when LeBron's going to look at him funny and they're just going to put Kidd as a oh, head coach. That's all. That's what's going to happen. I already know. That's a, that's a storyline waiting to happen, Mario. You're, you're on the on point with that, dude. That's a storyline waiting to happen. Jason Kidd, like, he when he was a head coach, because he coached uh, with Brooklyn for a minute and then he coached uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Like, he was, uh, he was, like, too controlling, I think, of, uh, like, personnel decisions. Like, he wanted to say in a lot of that stuff. So I don't see him taking a step back anytime soon, um, especially yeah. being in L.A. And, uh, and I mean, you saw what happened yeah, in Milwaukee. More on yeah, you saw what happened to the Bucks. They got better when he left, and they put in uh, um, uh, Budenholzer. Budenholzer, I know. And then everybody was like, even Giannis was like, man, I really like kid and all that stuff and then look what happens when they go to the playoffs to make conference finals you know he might win MVP because of that man they he unlo- they unlocked him like Giannis was always good but this year he was like nuclear good he was that on fire and, and the crazy thing is dude this, he can only get better you know, I know man? I know he he dunks it from so many weird angles that I've n- I've never seen any anybody do it like he does he's like guys do it doing yoke positions while milking. He, he's like the size of Kevin Garnett, but he brings the ball up the court like uh, like freaking Penny Hardaway. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like he, like, he covers the whole like court in like five steps. It's yeah, insane. It's like he, Euro, he Euro steps from the three-pointer on the other side of the court. You know <laughs> Euro steps from the tunnel. <laughs> like, Dude, <laughs> for real, he came out the bus Euro stepping like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man, he he's he's crazy. He's gonna be a force, man, for for a while. Just just imagine if he gets a shot, Mario. I imagine know. if he gets a shot. I know, man. His his. I gotta give him credit. He did a lot better as a distributor this year, and his he like he ran the team, which I didn't know he had that ability to do as like the main ball handler. You know. I agree. I agree. And then uh, and just you know a little tidbit. I would like for you to research. Uh, the photo of Giannis Antetokounmpo in a in that Cartopia ride at Disneyland. Dog, I saw that. I saw the video. Somebody videotaped him <laughs> and bought him. Oh my god! He, he literally looks like a Mario Kart character. <laughs> in that thing. He does. It's so funny. Oh my god! That might make that the I cover think, picture for this episode because it was so funny. You, you, that I think that'd be a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot! His knees were up by his, his ears, dude. It was like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I, I watched the video like seven times in a row. I know I had to. I put it on loop, dude. It was so funny. Oh my god! Oh Jesus! Oh. yeah. We'll see what the Bucks do, though. They'll have some guys that there's some decisions to make if they want to bring them back or not. Um, um. Yeah, I guess let's transition a little bit. Let's go in towards like the the new generation, man. Did you hear the the this uh, top prospect, R.J. Hampton, who uh, had he could have played anywhere in the country. Um, he was getting recruited, five star recruit or four star recruit, could have went anywhere. Decides he was smart enough to go anywhere too, so he didn't have academic issues or anything. Willingly yeah. decides to go to play in Australia over playing anywhere in college, uh, so he can I actually. Wanna, I just want to know. Education handed to you. I mean, all, granted, he'll only stay for a year, and I don't know what his 
situation is like, you know, as far as, like, family situation, if he needs the money. Right. But, you know, more power to him, I guess you could say. I, I just want to know who's in his ear and what's the advice that they're giving him. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that's not, like, a decision that, you know, he made by himself, I guess. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I kind I'm on the boat of like player empowerment and like the college like system. It's once you get oh, in it, so it could you could it's screwy. It's really screwy if things don't go right for you. Like the transfers and like if a coach leaves and all this stuff, or if you get hurt during uh-huh. your time there. Um, I mean, look at the Zion Williamson. You know, he got hurt. And he's like, they're like, oh, is he gonna play? You know, should he play? It's, At the very least, let them let them sign autographs or let them let them work like uh, as an intern or something. Uh, in the you know not when school's going on or not when you're part of the team. Like maybe fall semester uh, before the season gets going or something or during the summertime. Because the way the system is right now, they they provide players stipends, uh, but it's only it's capped at a certain amount. And so if if you're a superstar player, you're get, essentially getting screwed over by that deal. You know. Right. Hey, I mean that's. I mean, great point. Yeah. And then where's where's the RJ Hampton? Is you going to uh, Australia? Right. Mm-hmm. Where you going? Yeah. I mean, I guess another benefit of it too is, I mean, he's gonna travel. You know what I'm saying? He gets to see the world, other than true, you know, true. Some college dorm room. True, true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't have to so, play like I mean, a, a Tuesday game in like Manhattan, Kansas, or something. He gets to go to Sydney, Australia. Yeah. You know. <laughs> true. Yeah, dude. He's, a, he's considered a professional. You know what I'm saying? He get. He also gets. Uh, he, I think it's smart that he goes to Australia because uh, they've been bringing a lot more of those uh, those guys who, um, you know, maybe thinking about going to college because in Australia you don't have to learn a new language, and so it's a little bit easier transition, you know. And and let's be real, Australia is a. They're very good at developing players. Yes, they've had a yeah. good pipeline recently. Exactly, they, they develop players, young kids, man. So I mean, I don't. Let's I ain't hating on it, that's for sure. You want to go down the the list? I mean, we got uh, Andrew Bogut, we got Della Vadova, we got Patty Mills, Joe Ingles, uh, uh, fucking Ben Simmons, true, true. also from there. Ben Simmons, yeah. Wasn't uh, Dante Exum? Exum too. I forgot one? about him. That yeah, that's a that's a pretty damn good squad right there. Yeah, hey. They're, whenever you watch the FIBA games or anything like that, their teams are their teams are very competitive. You know what I'm saying? True, true. It's like them. I'd say the France team has been competitive in the past. Argentina was, but a lot of their guys are older now. So um, yeah, well, you know, true. Yeah. Was it uh, was it Luis Scola? Scola, Ginobili. They had Carlos Delfino. Um, they had a couple other guys. Oh, Prigioni, Pablo Prigioni. Ah, uh, Pablo. He was yeah, good. You're right. He was good, and he played in Europe for most of his career, so we didn't even see the good version of him. No, he's uh, wild. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm with the, I'm with him. You know, making a, I guess a grown man decision and going to get paid to play. Yeah, he, he seemed like a smart dude. I saw an interview with him. He looked like he thought it out and was like, "Look, like the way the system is set up right now, it doesn't." Like this makes more sense to him at the time, which I don't fault him for, and and I think the NBA is eventually going to re- remove the the one and done rule uh, and go back to oh, how they had it before. I believe, I believe they are going to. I think they're they're like on the way with it. Like it's been obviously in discussion. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like they <laughs> they talked about it. 
in, I, in I, the past, I, I feel like I read something that they. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That they they might have. No, I really think that they have read something that they uh, they actually are pretty close to abolishing that rule. Right. Um, which I don't think is the worst thing. I'm not the biggest fan of college basketball anyway in terms of how they, they structure it and how the coaches are super they're super intense with the kids. They're, they want them to run. We ain't we watching, watching college basketball until March Madness starts, bro. Pretty much, man. I know I and then I randomly take my bracket and lose every single year. So exactly, exactly. I used to. I remember growing up. I used to actually be into it. I'd watch a lot of games during the middle of the week or on the weekends, the ESPN games, the, the CBS games that they would have. Uh, Pac-12 games were pretty good back in the day. You know, um, see yeah. the, the local teams. UOP had good teams to play uh, to watch play. You know, it's different now. It's 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 weird because it's like the coaches are still like controlling they want them to run they don't let the players be themselves they want they force them into a box and it's like all right three passes before uh any shot or we have to get the ball into the post and it's like nah dog you have like some super athletes you should be running you know dude that's the the way the game dude and we all thought we all thought vivek renaby was was crazy a few years ago when he was thinking of positionless basketball remember yeah man five guys Five guys running the floor and stuff. And we were all like, "Dude, this guy's fucking ridiculous. What is he doing?" Hey, shout out to him. It's starting to become that way. Yeah. Shout out to him though. I saw him uh, uh, in the tunnel at the Warriors game because he used to be a part owner with the Warriors. Um, sm- the small owner. Yeah. Shout out to his daughter though. His daughter's bad. Shout out to Nani. She's a singer. Hey, yeah, keep singing, girl. Keep showing up at the draft lottery. Hopefully, <laughs> we don't have a draft lottery. Picks anymore, you know what I'm she can show up but, even if we don't have a pick. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, this year we didn't go, yeah. Yeah. I know, I did that. But, yeah, dude, more power to RJ Hampton for, for doing his thing, dude. Yeah, man. All right, let's 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 do a little transition then. You want to get into some football news? Oh, bring it. I love me some foosball. All right, let's start with our Raiders then, man. How about the, they signed Richie Incognito like uh, a week ago? Freaking psycho head. Hey, I'm all, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm, we, you need to have a little crazy on football. You, you, you know that. you got to have some craziness. Yeah. Yeah, he's got you know, a... This, this, he's it's got a more of a... sport. Right, right. He's got more of a checkered pass than a freaking, like, chessboard, though. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully he's uh, on his bed. You know, maybe my... May full. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got... We got we got quite the cast of characters on our team now. This season's you know gonna saying? be interesting. It's gonna be entertaining. It's like a, a traditional I'm, Raider team, dude. I think Al Davis I'm is smiling. Praying, <laughs> I'm praying for hard knocks. Oh, right, oh dude, that'd be intense. <laughs> I, I'm praying for. Can you imagine a practice field with AB and Montez Perfect? Oh my god! And then and then and then it, Richie, and then you have Derek Carr who doesn't curse at all. Like. <laughs> yeah, Derek. Derek Carr's gonna be saying a prayer while they're like, "There's a fight going on." You know what I'm saying? And then Richie Incognito is gonna be like, "He's gonna be that guy that bashes his own head with his helmet." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like Richie, Richie. It's a non-contact drill. What are you doing? <laughs> oh like, man! Come on, dude. You can see him throwing weights at his teammates like he did at that gym last year. I don't know if you saw that news, what, what happened to him. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that one, and then I giggled, I giggled a little bit when, uh, when I was here in the, uh, the, the funeral home. One where she was like, I'm going to stab you. Like, he was, like, threatening to kill <laughs> Yo. Uh, the worker. Yeah. Like, Dude, <laughs> relax, Richie. 
<laughs> Shit, man, for real, for real though. He he goes he's like way too intense when he doesn't need to be, man. So I hope he smokes enough for like bury a Kush or whatever the fuck some cookies. Bernie needs to hook him up. It was the heat in Miami. That's what made him wild. It was the heat in Miami. That's what it was. I'm just gonna, I'm just the humidity and the heat made him a little crazy. Yeah, because I heard he was all right in Buffalo. Like he 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 made the Pro Bowl again in Buffalo. Like he did good there. He didn't have any incidents, so he was in cold weather, I guess. It was a Pro Bowl, and then he, and then he got in, uh, he got in trouble for being a bully in Miami, and you know, might have said some low key racist shit, but you know. Yeah, minus the yeah, that is one. Nah, you, 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 don't do that, Richie. Don't Bad do that. Days. You can't do that in Oakland. Um, dude, right, hey, speaking of, speaking of, dude, uh, did you hear Joey Bosa, how he scrubbed his whole Instagram account of, like, all the pro-Trump shit because he thought there was a chance he was going to get uh, uh, drafted by the, the Niners, and he gets drafted oh. by the Niners, <laughs> like, right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I read that, and I was like, eh, it's probably a smart move. Yeah. You're going to, like, the most liberal fucking city ever. <laughs> in the NFL, you know for sure. Yeah, oh. he's like, oh, now, you, now you're just going to have to start posting Bernie Sanders stuff. <laughs> he's just going to keep his mouth shut, though. Yeah, man. It's, it's just, you know, the, the little hints of, like, the fucking, like, racism stuff and, like, and social media and shit like that is so fucking crazy to me, dude. It, like, it, it do is. You remember, do you remember that? Oh, man. What was his name? That wide receiver from the Eagles who totally blew his career by being a dumbass. Oh, and yeah. That video uh, where he was at a, uh, a concert. I forget his name. He was a wide receiver for the Florida Gators, too. Right, right. I remember. I remember. Oh, man. Let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. You're right, though. I, I, I totally forgot about that shit. Um, let me see. It was like Eagles, white receiver... Uh, well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't even see what I just put in my Google card. Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, should see what, you should see what I put in my my Google search bar, and it popped up right away. <laughs> white receiver, Eagles racist. <laughs> Came up. <laughs> Literally popped up. Dude, white I... receiver, Eagles racist. Riley Cooper. <laughs> I typed in Eagles white receiver Trump, and and all I got was like them dissing him because they didn't go to the White House and shit like that <laughs> from last season because after they won. Uh. Oh man, dude. But yeah, dude, I was like, dude, like come on, like, you guys are shit. don't be dumb. You know what I'm saying? And how? Are, I guess it's just from us growing up in California yeah. that like it's such a mixing pot that we don't get the like as much racial vibes from other like states that right we 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 get we get conservative people but they're not at like racial racist conservatives as much as much i'd say it's just, yeah, racist conservatives we get we got like the conservatives like no more government funding or support farmers like and shit like that yeah yeah just don't know i guess because obviously i've never been to the south as far as like you know right southern states but i hear it's clearly you can tell, like, there's racial racial vibes coming from those states. Yeah, and it's so, like, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard stories. I've heard stories that it's just like deep ingrained into everybody there. It's like hard to avoid. You know, yeah, that's why I'm thankful for the the California mixing pot that we have. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, like, just tell the tell the people about like all the different people we had, and even just in our high school, like Tongans, Filipinos, like Black fools, Mexicans, like. 
white fools, everybody, uh, uh, like uh, yeah, Portuguese. We have, we have white people acting like black people, you know what I'm saying? It's like straight up. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how, how wild it was. You know? That's how mixed it was, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. So that's you know blessings, <laughs> right, dude? Like I, I tell people, Stockton has like diversity, but it's like hood diversity. Like you might get your ass beat by some Asian gang. <laughs> hey, ain't right. that the truth? Bro. Right, you, you might know. get your ass beat by some some yakuza with dreads. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> what just hit me? You know right? what I'm like, <laughs> was that a fist or a dreadlock? <laughs> like what was that? Yeah, like? dude. <laughs> Dreadlock, dude, you're so right, bro. Oh, yeah. So I mean, and then what else? What were we talking about? We we kind of got off track there. What were we talking about? We're well. Speaking of 209, I mean, are we still on football? Let's do like. Is there other things you wanted to do? Football? Like the Raiders? Couple more things. Raiders gonna kill it this year. Dude, I hope so, man. I really do. I think uh, AB, if he if he puts his money where his mouth has been, I think he's gonna ball out this season. Easily. And then, you know what really grinds my gears, Mario? <laughs> what really butters my biscuit is, is that all these fucking people talking shit on Derek Carr and the righteous man that he is. And they're only talking all this mess. Like, oh, he's not a great quarterback. He's not this. He's not. I was like, has he ever had the cast of receivers that he's going to have this year? Speed. So much speed this year. Right? Has he ever had a running back group like he's gonna have this year? Dude, uh, what was the 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 rookie they got? Josh Adams. Ag- Josh Jacobs. 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 Josh Jacobs. He's gonna be a bell cow, and he, and then you got oh, and then you can pair it with Gruden's play calling. Yeah, I think Gruden was like holding him back last year intentionally to kind of like kind of you know, and then the trades and stuff. I think he he low key tanked the season last year. I saw it. I went to the game, man. They they fucking gave up at that Charger game that they played down here in L.A. Oh. Yeah, that's the game. <laughs> yeah, I saw Marshawn. And you got, you got a, that, and then you also got... Car still threw for over 4,000 yards and like 70% completion. Yeah, he was doing captain checkdown shit last year, but I think they're going to open it up now. Yeah, he didn't throw a fucking pick from week 5 to week 16. True, true. He's getting he's getting healthy still too because he, he, his confidence wasn't there to like trust in the pocket and so he would throw the ball away like he was playing conservative more and I think this year he's gonna start start being out there. Yeah, and I feel like he was doing his best uh, David Carr impersonation last year and getting hit by everybody. Goodness gracious, got sacked so much. Like mean, this is what fifty something times he got sacked last year. Yes, and and I think the the addition of uh, Trent Gary Trent, I think that's gonna be huge for them. Oh, Trent Brown, I or think Trent the addition of Richie Incognito, if his mind's right, is going to be fantastic for the running game in the passing game. Then you got Rodney, Rodney Hudson, who's a, who's a staple as far as stud. pass protection. He's a Along stud. With Dak. The, the only real question mark I have, dude, about our offensive line is if Colton Miller's going to you know, he's gonna rebound from the, the rough rookie year he had. I mean, yeah. you know, I know he had injuries and all that stuff. True, but, true, true. You know. He's the big question mark. And if he if he's solid, if he's like... Decent. They're gonna have a great offensive line. Exactly. Oh man, it's gonna be back to when they what 2016 when that when that team went actually to the playoffs and you got like sacked what 15 times <laughs> that whole year. Yeah. Right. Right. And like we knew we knew Ben was getting long in the tooth uh, last season. Um, he did, eventually he got hurt and stuff. And I, I really liked Donald Penn when when he was there. Um, 
I think he had a fiery personality, and I like I kind of like that. Um, he almost beat the crap out of that fan that one time, man. My dad, me and my dad, oh, my dad dude, was talking yeah. shit. My dad was talking shit to him. So he's like, man, this fucking idiot, the freaking pen, about to get us fucking arrested for beating the shit out of some dude. <laughs> it's like half his size. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I know. Pen, don't be, don't be dumb. Yeah. But, but uh, dude, yeah, he's, you're right. He was getting a little long too, you know what I'm saying? He was doing fantastic for his, like, I guess you could say first age. Mm-hmm. But. Right. Yeah. It's just, you know. It is, like, what, it, it is what it is. It's fine. <laughs> Right, and then the big thing that I really, I was kind of disappointed is that they traded Kalechi Osemele because he was one of my favorite players when he was on the, in the Raiders. He was such a beast. I used to love just watching him, like, reach block and just fuck people up, man. When he got to the second level, he was putting you on your ass. He he ate pancakes oh, every game. Nasty. Every game. Yeah, he was nasty. Dude, but, and then, you know, I started you know, doing my own research and stuff like that, and I was just like, I guess, I guess he just doesn't fit with how they want to, you know, his offense. They don't, I don't know. I, I just came to the conclusion that, that he didn't fit in how their offensive line scheme works because he's more of like a power kind of blocker and they want to be a little more finesse with their blocking, which I don't know how you can finesse blocking, but. Right. Yeah, you know, whatever. That was my excuse for them getting rid of it because I'm, he was a beast. I think the issue too is like his his it was a salary his contract I think was they were giving they too much yeah, yeah they, he he earned it he deserved it but they didn't want to allocate a, that big of a percentage of the money on the offensive line especially if they're gonna potentially get hurt like he got banged up last year a little bit more than I've ever seen True. yeah he's a, yeah he was a he was a tank for a while then he kind of get a little little bit of an injury bug for a little bit and then, you know yeah. shit happens. Uh, yeah, I love talking line talk, man. Uh, there's like very few people that I could talk with about line talk, but you're definitely one of them. So. Oh man, you remember those goddamn practices? <laughs> <laughs> you remember those goddamn practices? Oh my god, Co- Coach Willis is like, Coach dude, fucking Willis. If I ever, if I ever write like a, a TV show, I want to do it about like uh, high school football, and I want to make a Coach Willis character because like. Pe- oh, dude. He is something out of, like, a fucking TV show, dog. Like, <laughs> the shit that he was saying. Him, him and all of his armpit sweat. Yeah. And it's got, and it's, he's fucking chewing tobacco. Oh. And he's the epitome of what an offensive line coach is. Dude, to the like, T, to the T. The fact that he had a balding, huge bald spot, but he would always wear a baseball uh, hat. Can we talk about his shitty bull tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, on his tricep, on his, on his, on his <laughs> I don't remember if it was the year we played together or it was the year after, but he kept calling us pussy so much that we were tuning him out. He was just like, don't be a pussy. And we're like, all right, whatever, whatever. After a while, he fucking one time, he was just like, stop being fucking. He was like, took two seconds. He's like, snatches. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> Yo, dude, I, I looked at Hayden one time. Hayden looked at me. I looked at Jeff and we all looked at each other. We all just bursted up laughing like in his face. It was the Funniest shit! Oh my god! I swear to God. His coaching style, coaching style. Would, I don't. Is he still coaching? I, I don't think you'd be able to coach this day and age. I mean, <laughs> I think they're they're probably really sensitive now. Like, can you imagine him calling one of these younger kids pussies now? They're probably gonna tell on him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he did that with Popo or whoever he had and stuff. You know. <laughs> 
And can I also add to the legend of, of Coach Willis? You knew, you know he owned a bar, right? I forgot about that. Yeah, he used to, right? Yeah, he used to own a bar. And I was like, man, you are... You are if, if somebody could draw up a fucking offensive line coach, it would be you, sir. <laughs> that would be him. I low-key want to play imagine? like a version of him on a TV show. Like, that would be so funny to me. Dude, you're right. You should do early the show based on an offensive lineman, a kid offensive lineman. His coach is... <laughs> Guy. Coach Willis. Dude, I want to make a like a drama like series of like following some kids at like a, a school like St. Mary's where it's like a it's like a you know it's like a you know growing up in Stockton is unique as fuck, right? Like, it's, dude, the craziest shit. You fucking one corner you're fucking dodging bullets, next corner you're in the fucking suburbia. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you're going to parties dude. on the weekends out in the cuts, like in the fucking uh, in the boonies out, like where. Where, uh, like, the, the best parties were at, like, the, the, the orchards or, like, these big old sheds that people dude. would have and stuff, right? Dude. Remember? And then, you know, there's, like, those, yeah, dude, those rich white kids who had, like, a bouncer. They're like, who do you know here? Like, get the fuck out of here. And, they, and the, par- the parents are bringing the kegs to the, to the parties and stuff. Right. I'm here for underage drinking and women, okay? That's what, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> dude, do you remember those uh, Halloween parties? Oh, epic. You know, I went to a toga party out off of Murata before there was even, like, houses out there, remember? Yeah. And, like, the toga party was lit, bro. I mean, I just remember, like, obviously, you know, the high school, I was a, a fat white kid in high school. So, you know, seeing <laughs> girls shake their ass in togas that were, like, not even covering. Like, I was like, Adam, I have made it. Dog. There is a white private school experience at a party. It is this. <laughs> dude those parties were wilder than my college parties dog i swear like on par like consistently dude like yo it was crazy it was fucking nuts <laughs> dude that's so so wild dude you're right man now that i think about it I'm like what why isn't there not a tv show about st mary's right now what, what is happening yes kid, girls I... popping pills in math class and then you're fucking yo <laughs> real talk <laughs> And then the white dudes in the back of the class, like, uh, chewing tobacco and shit with their fucking, uh, you know what I mean? Chewing tobacco, bro. People smoking oh, blunts man. in their car off campus at lunchtime, dude. <laughs> and yeah, then going to football I practice. I remember. I was a part of it. <laughs> right? I was a part of it. Dude, remember the hot boxes uh, at, at, uh, we used to do? Like, on the weekends and shit? It'd be like, there'd be five uh, dudes in a car and there'd be four blunts being smoked at the same time. Like, totally dude, unnecessary. Yeah. I remember, do you remember when, uh, what, I forget his name, I'm not going to name drop on the show, but this dude got caught before homecoming smoking under the bleachers? I don't. Like a year before, I think it was a year before uh, my freshman year, so obviously you you weren't even there yet. Like, yeah. There's a guy who got caught smoking with like some chick under the bleachers before <laughs> homecoming, before the game started. Oh Jesus! I don't remember actually. We you'll have you have to text me who it was afterwards. Dude, and I'm sitting there I was like, is this a fucking episode of Varsity Blues? Like, what <laughs> Seriously, what am I doing? dude, I remember I went to a party in the middle of the season, like junior year, and smoked some blunts like at the party, and freaking like at that point because I I didn't smoke heavy. Like I think you you smoked more than I did at the time. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I remember like just throwing five on a couple and coming to practice on monday me being hella asthmatic and just like we're running fucking like uh like sidelines and shit like that and like we do oh, the first geez. one and i'm like <gasps> how do you guys do this every day like what the fuck <laughs> like wheezing oh 
Oh, uh, I remember running laps around the soccer field in JV like it was a fucking prison yard and we would just sing like songs. <laughs> yeah, you know, real man? talk. Like, we'd yeah. run and be like, G- we'd, like sing Jesus Walks or like one time someone brought out Sexy Back from Timberland and J- Justin Timberlake. I'm like, what are we- <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good times, man. Good times. If somebody ever asked me like, hey, do you have an idea for a show? That's what I would do. I'd do that show. Right. Like matter of fact, I, I would. Got, I got one. I would do that show, or I would do my experiences playing AAU ball, where I'm like the only Mexican kid on a team full of mostly white dudes playing teams that are mostly black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In Northern California, like that sounds like a that sounds like a losing season to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I held my own, dog. <laughs> I was getting putting up numbers. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm not missing your talent. I guarantee you, you're better than a bunch of white guys. But <laughs> When you're traveling and you're going up against a bunch of black dudes? Oh, God. We played, like, the hey. Oakland Rebels and shit. Oh, my God. They were fucking ridiculous, dude. They were so good. The, the, stock, the Stockton Heat? I remember that shit. The Stockton Heat Friggin', team? Yeah, we, we played for the Mavericks, but, like, yeah, the Heat were a good-ass oh, team. Mavericks, too, yeah. Mavericks. Heat, Heat were a good team. We'd play, like, the, the Sacramento teams. I think there was, like, one team called the Bulldogs or something. Um, the Bay teams we'd play. I mean, we traveled to Reno. The first time I ever went to East Oakland was a part of that team, and that was an experience in itself. Oh, my God. That shit oh, was... I can only imagine. It was fucking crazy, dude. And it was so funny because we they go to the first game, and it's just like we're at this hood-ass gym, right? You can't see a light-skinned face for miles, right? And it's fucking... Uh, uh, we go in there, and, like, all, like, the, the parents are, like, you know, in the stands. But so it's a mostly black crowd. And then you could tell exactly where our parents were because they were all huddled up together, like trying to, you know, protect each other, like super scared and shit. Uh, uh, it's, like, all right, guys, we game plan. The exits are at each corner of the building. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. They had subs like on the court, and so they were playing like fucking E forty two short, like Little John and like the East Side East Side Boys and shit like that at warm ups, and I was like. Fuck yeah, this is epic. I, I was so hyped. I was like into it. But I was looking at my teammates and they were scared shitless. They looked like fucking ghosts, dude. Like whiter than white. Dude, that's <laughs> funny because like I would literally get that same reaction. You know, I'm a white guy. You know what I'm saying? I would get that same reaction from parents when I told them I lived in Western Ranch. And that was, was in the same city. Yes. So like, yes. Oh, I live in Stockton. They're like, but well, you live on that side. Right. <laughs> it's trippy, dude. It's so trippy. Oh my god. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Alright, well let's let's do a couple more quick football things and then we'll get into the fight game. Sounds good? Hey, I'm with it. Did, did you hear the story this week that Le'Veon Bell had five hundred and twenty thousand dollars of jewelry stolen from him? Apparently two of his like quote unquote girlfriends or whatever went in and robbed his ass. And then he fucking came back because he was on vacation. He come back to his, his place and everything was gone. And he had a bunch of shit like you know all over the place. Did you hear about this story? Yeah, dude, I mean, no, I didn't hear about that. I, dude, honestly, I it doesn't it doesn't surprise me when you have that much jewelry and then you have like people that get close to you and the next thing you know, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often though. Dude, you're right. I mean, I, you always hear these stories every once in a while and whatnot about it. But like, dude, you're right. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. There's so much, like, oh, God, they spend so much fucking money on jewelry. Holy hell! Mm-hmm. You wonder why half the half the players sometimes feel broke. Goodness. 
Seriously, man. It's and he just signed a fat contract, so he's not hurting like that crazy for it. But like half a million uh, dollars is no joke, though. I mean, half a million. I think even if he had that big contract, I bet you he'd fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah, fuck. man! It's crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it just tells you, man, you got to keep your circle small sometimes and figure out, yeah. uh, you got to be careful who you trust. That or you have to have an armored truck at your house. Well, you, f- I figured that, like, he probably did have a good security system, but because they were close with him, they probably knew how to break into it or, yeah. like, you know, disarm it, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, man. Dude, this his trust is probably like nope, no more. Yeah, man, fuck. That was that was a crazy story that I was reading this week. I, I saw, I was at the gym. I was at like on the on the like uh, the bike or whatever, doing my thing, getting some cardio in, and I look up and they have NFL Network and they're talking about it, and I'm like, oh shit, like damn. And I like literally just I stopped. I like while on the bike, I like jotted it down so I didn't forget it. But like I was like, holy fuck, this is a crazy story, man. Yeah, that's that's wild, dude. Like, yeah, I could. I was trying to think of other like uh, robberies, if you will, or like jewelry robberies of like NFL players. Dude, that's something out of uh, that HBO show. Fucking, um, what's it called? Ballers. Uh, ballers. It's something out of ball. That's a story. That's like a three episode story arc on ballers. Dude, yeah, for real. Mm. Yeah. All right. But, uh, <sighs> Just killed this 805 right now, which leads me to my next topic. Um, SEC school, the, the SEC just voted to remove an alcohol ban on all their stadiums because apparently people were going buck uh, before. Um, and so now they're, they're, they banned it for a while, but now they're going to allow people to, to drink during games in the stadium again. Shit's going to get wild, dude. Dude, I know you got all those country folk. Drinking down in their Bud, Bud, Budweisers. <laughs> uh, I can understand why they banned it at one point in time. Dude, can can you imagine just like going down to like LSU or something like that and just uh, oh, oh boy, God, goodness, boy, oh boy, hey, if there's somebody that knows how to drink, it's the country folks. Oh my goodness, like sneaking in, sneaking in moonshine. <laughs> You're right, tons of a homemade. I made this. I made this yesterday. <laughs> I didn't expect. I didn't expect to be disrespected while drinking. <laughs> I know, right? Can I put this in my wound that I have right now? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I got you stabbed in the parking lot. <laughs> I got stabbed in the parking lot for looking funny. <laughs> <laughs> no need for medical attention. We got the good old moonshine. Oh my goodness! Crazy, crazy. Hey, I- you know, if it doesn't heal, you won't be able to feel it. You know what I'm saying? That's true, man. That's fucking true. Oh, shit. I just had to run to the kitchen. I'll go crack another one. Oh, man. I really... I got Right, right. Dude, I fucking went... I went to Costco because I was like uh, last week and uh, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to drink hard alcohol for a minute. I, I want to chill on beers because like I want to... Because uh, I've been... I'm like I fucking I'm going to the gym and shit, but I, I can't get any weight off of me because I I keep drinking and eating too well. So I'm like fuck. All right, let me try to eliminate the drinking part. So I go to the alcohol section and I get a like a big old bottle of tequila, and then I'm looking around and I'm like, fuck, man. There's a 24 pack of like 805s for like 22 bucks. Like they're like giving it away. I'm like fuck. <laughs> 
fucking Costco, man. I tell you, they're just leaving all these sweet deals out in front of you. Dude, but, it's a, it's dude, a problem. And then I, I fucking leave the I leave the co- I leave Costco and I'm like, wait a minute, oh, I fucked up here. I think I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, dude. And the funny thing is, I literally did the same thing as you, but I went because I was like I was like into like you know I love beer. You know what I'm saying? Any kind of beer, right? I'm, I'm all for it, right? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, dude, I was like, man, I'm I'm meal prepping. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to lose all this weight and stuff. And I was like, drink a beer. Like it's not helping. <laughs> so my my ass went. I swapped up little vodka cranberries for a while. And then after after I felt like less of a man, I went back to beer. <laughs> she was like, my buddy's like, well, get a vodka Red Bull. I was like, no more vodka. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> I'm getting the hoppiest beer I can fucking find. Give me all the IPAs you can find. <laughs> right? I need an IPA stat. Give me the IPA. My dad, hate, my dad hates IPAs. Right. He, he drinks, like, fucking, like, Tecate and, like, uh freaking Coors Light and shit like that so he's like every me and my cousins will drink IPA she's like oh that's an IPA that's all you guys right there all you youngins uh, drink yeah. the IPAs <laughs> hey man but yeah I've been really into I've been back into my Modelo swing again and you Dude, can't get wrong with Modelo you can't you can't I like yeah. them too have you ever have you ever had yeah, Victoria's have had what Victoria's Victoria's oh yes yes that's my favorite Mexican Classic. beer I think I like that one if you can find that it. Was, yeah, it, was, it was introduced to me at a fiesta one time, and it was it was fantastic. I was like, dude, this is light, and it's very tasty. You know what I'm saying? There's a good yeah. taste to it. Yes, yes. It's like, it's like good quality. And like my dad used to tell me, because he's an OG. He's been drinking for for decades. So like he's like, man. <laughs> Pass on the wisdom. Right? So he used to tell me, he's like, yeah, I'd be in Mexico, and they would have these, and they would be like, not that great. But now they now he tries them, he's like, yeah, this is really fucking good. And like he, he tells me, too, that like back in the day, Modelo's used to be the one that was piss water, right? And Coronas were the yeah. ones that tasted better. But now it's the opposite. Now Modelo's are better, and Coronas are like watered down. What I know what is happening with that by the way? I was I was thinking I was like I don't even really like Coronas anymore because they taste so watered down. Right. I know, man. I think uh, it's because they, they're part of Constellation Brands now. They got bought out like a baby decade ago, so they might have ch- messed um, with it. I think they might have messed with it. Right there. Yeah, they're you're right. You're right. Yeah, I think that has to do with it because sometimes that that has an effect. You know, they change like suppliers or sources material. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, we can talk alcohol for for a while now, but uh, we'll, right, we need to we need to do one of those. Um, but uh, we'll do like taste testings and shit or something. We'll have to when I'm up back home. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's 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 talk about what happens if you drink too many. Though you might get into a motherfucking fight. Correct? <laughs> uh, I would. Uh, I would have to second that notion. Yeah. So let let's get into the fight game, man. Let's let's start off in the world of boxing, though, man. How about my boy Andy Ruiz Jr. getting four belts from that dude Anthony Joshua, man? Joshua was not ready. He did not know what was coming. Hashtag dad bought for son. Did it for the chunky boys. For the chunky boys. That we do not need to go to the gym to be champions. It was a you great, know, great fight. I was watching the highlights to it and everything like that, and, was, and they were they were trading blows. You know what I'm saying? Joshua knocked down Ruiz uh, what, in the third round or whatnot. Mm-hmm. First time in his career he yeah. got knocked down. 
you, and it wasn't going to be the last either, because that boy, he was laying licks on Joshua. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was, was like sneaky fast. His hands are fast, man. And he would come with a, he would come with a lot of weight behind those things. That's probably why he didn't lose the weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two sixty eight on lock. He was dropping, dropping them, son. It was. It was such a contrast yeah. contrast in styles because you're like Joshua six six two twenty five like looks like Adonis looks Chico like a male model yeah and then and then Ruiz looks like a dude who's like owns a, a series of taco trucks he was six two two sixty eight you know what I'm saying like he looks like he owns like his own like landscaping like business <laughs> you know. I think if you listen to the announcers too at the beginning, they say something like that. They're like, "This is what if you drew out a boxer, this guy Joshua would be the man you would draw." And then it literally was like, "And Ruiz, he's not." Did him dirty, man. They did him a little dirty. Yeah. On <laughs> and then like you can hear like everybody, even in the crowd, they're just like, "Whoa, this guy!" Can you imagine how many, like how much money? people lost that fight? I heard numbers as high as as high as 30 to 1 underdog. That's what I heard his highest one was. Well, then we can also switch up to be like, could you imagine how much money someone won if they bet on Ruiz? Dude, I know. His family, he said his family put some money down and they said they put about like uh, a few grand down and they put they made a lot out of it. Well, good. He's making his family money too then. Look at him. Hispanic fashion, bro. Support the family. Dude, I heard that he made seven million dollars off of this fight because he won. He set his family up for life, man. That's what he said after the fight too. I'm in the wrong business. I should be fighting. (laughs) I don't know, man. You don't want that damage. I wanna. You wanna. You wanna talk to your kid when you're when you're younger, like coherently, though. You know. Right. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking highlights of Muhammad Ali in his later stages. Oh, yeah, that's oh, the, the worst. Tough to watch. It's t- it was tough, man. Which I don't I don't blame like guys like Floyd for doing shit, like, you know, being defensive for that reason. Oh, well, he's insane. Hey, people always talk much about it, but damn, that man is a smart fucking fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not smart outside hey. the ring, but, you know, inside the ring, he knows how to yeah. make his money, he knows how to get in and out, and that's what you need You're to do. Where is Joshua from? Anthony Joshua, what, what, is he like British? Yes, he's from the UK. Okay, I was gonna say he's not. He's not from the US. This was his first fight in the US soil, which is I think the whole situation was so crazy because going into he wasn't scheduled to fight him. He was supposed to just fight this dude named Jarrell Miller from the US. Miller fails three drug tests. He was taking all the steroids, dude. Fails three drug tests. A month before oh, the fight. Pictures of Joshua. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I gotta look like that fool, right? Uh, so he, he fails the drug test about like a month, month and a half before the fight. Ruiz apparently hit up the promoter, Eddie Hearn, another British guy, hit him up on DM. He sent him a, sent him a DM and then he was like, dude, I'm ready to fight if you need a, need somebody to put a, put in there. And he was like, all right, let's do this. Cause they, they didn't want to change the, they didn't want to change the date because they had Madison Square Garden. And I think to Joshua, it was more of a PR move. Like, I'm coming to the U.S., like, I'm introducing myself to everybody, and I'm going to win, and then I'm going to, you know, challenge Wilder, or I'm going to challenge Fury, you know, and I'm going to make the big think, bucks. Do you think that that promoter is still employed, <laughs> Joshua? 
he is he is because he, he's his guy he's like they're one and two like they're they're together they'll be together but i think hearn i think eddie hearn fucked him up i think he gave him too much sense of confidence because he gave him a bunch of tomato cans in the last two two three years because joshua's uh, a, a bunch of randoms yeah joshua's a legit fighter like he's 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 a legit guy but the thing is is like when you get your confidence too high and you don't push yourself and you finally find somebody who just like is willing to like damn near die there in the ring which like that's the mexican style like you gotta they're like like the mexican fighters are like zombies like you gotta kill them like five times to like really win the fight you know yeah no doubt i'm with you yeah so i i don't think he was mentally ready and he was getting fat in his in his wallet in his pocket and stuff like that they were just making a lot of money fighting in these big like wembley stadium and all these big places in uh, in england and then uh yeah he comes over here, and you finally get some dude who's, who doesn't give a shit about any of that stuff, and he gave it to him. Um, so it was like the perfect storm for Ruiz to come in and just snatch that uh, off of him, which was amazing. I mean, the, yeah, it was the, I was so juiced when I saw it. I was like, I love, first of all, I love when underdogs, you know, win their fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, exactly. So. Oh, man, that was that was such a good fight. The, the, the was it the seventh round? was pretty epic as well, too, because, like, Joshua, you see him, they both, like, threw punches at the same time, and they both landed, and then Joshua kind of, like, stops, and Ruiz is like, fuck that, and then just goes, like, like super, super Saiyan, and just starts throwing 20, 20 punches at him. I was like, where's he getting this energy? Where's he getting this energy? <laughs> right? And he's, like, running around the ring as he knocks him over and stuff. Dude, yeah, he was, uh, and then uh, you could tell, dude, Joshua's legs were just wobble, wobble. He did not have stamina, man. Joshua had no stamina, and and Ruiz had the stamina, like, which was, like, not what you would think if you saw them, like, walking down the street, no, right? God, no. Personally, you want to know what the first thing I saw? Because I didn't know about the fight or anything. You know, I'm not, the, like, a huge boxing enthusiast. Right. But the first thing I saw was <laughs> Ruiz in a mixed jersey holding up four, four belts. And I was like, oh, look at this fan. This is a fan, you know, posing with the belt. <laughs> like, I legit thought, I was like, oh, this guy, you know, they're doing that at this Madison Square Garden. That's pretty cool. They're like, fan pictures. <laughs> 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 and then I come to find out, I was like, oh, no, that's, that's, those are his, those are his belts. Dude. It was crazy. It was funny. Before the fight, he had a Twitter account that was unverified, and he also on his uh, he had like the the header picture was a thing of Snickers because apparently his Snickers are his favorite candy. He said before the fight that he would eat a Snickers before going in there. <laughs> like he went to the wa- breakfast and champions. I guess. Dude, he went to the weigh-ins wearing fucking jean sh- like jean pants, like <laughs> like not giving a fuck. Dude. dude, I I enjoy that thoroughly. Oh. He is one of my favorite fighters of all time now. I know, <laughs> dude. He he just shot himself way the fuck up there, man. And he was legit, dude. He had a legit record too. Uh, yeah, he wasn't, you know, obviously you have to have some sort of record even for the promoter to even like consider you. You know, saying you have to have something. So, so you have to have a good resume. He was yeah. like thirty three and one, and the one fight that he lost was like a controversy. Apparently, a lot of people thought he won it because uh, it went to decision. Uh-huh. But um, he was, I remember seeing him, like, in articles and stuff, his name being brought up, and I'm like, yeah, he just never really had a chance at, like, somebody who was, like, uh, a name, and so he never had a chance to make money, and so people who are, like, the big heavyweight guys, like, they don't want to risk it against some dude who's, like, a no-name, who's, like, actually legit, you know, because there's no payoff for them. You're right. I mean, it makes sense that, yeah, that's why 
he got lucky and Joshua accepted his fight because it was his first one in the U.S. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, makes sense, makes sense. Apparently he had, like, an amateur record of, like, like a ton of fights, like, over, like, 200 fights, 300 fights or something, amateurs, and then he, he went into the, he was an Olympian, too, uh, for, like, the U.S., like, back in the day, so he had, like, a legit resume, but, like, nobody really knew about him, because uh, all the talk was on, on him, Wilder, and Tyson Fury, those three guys were, like, yeah, yeah. one, two, and three Everyone in everyone's mind at some some ranking, so... Oh man! Well, I, I look forward to his next fight because he's gonna have to defend the belt sometime. You know what I'm saying? So Ruiz, they they enacted a rematch clause, so they'll fight in November, or December. They're still working out the dates, and I'm I'm assuming that they're gonna try to move the fight to Europe just so they can give Joshua as much advantages as possible to get the belt oh, back. So I hope I hope Alper Ruiz holds it down and he he gets a chance to fight one of the other two guys. Um, which I guess we can kind of get into now because uh, I don't know if you saw the fight last year. I think it was the fight of the year between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, um, where Fury basically like came out out of the fucking came from back from the dead, like off the mat uh, at the end of the yeah. fight when Wilder cold clocked him like so hard. Oh, that was a great fight. But uh, Deontay Wilder is. Well, wild, I guess you could say that boy be throwing bricks at people. Dude, like, he has his hands are so he, so much power comes from that guy when he when he punches, bro. He weighs two fifteen. He's like a light. He's like a smaller heavyweight, man. He's like, and he just nobody punches well, well, as hard as him. Fucking crazy. You there? Hello, hello. Hey, yo, Travis. Ah, oh, we might have lost him. Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm here. Sorry. Ah, cool, 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 cool. My fault. My fault. You gonna mute? Thing, my my headphones disconnected. Ah, uh, gotcha. Once again, technical difficulties. Add a little spice to the show. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it happens. We just keep it moving and grooving, man. Um, but yeah, man. So they're uh, um, freaking Wilder. He knocked out that Brazil dude like a couple weeks ago. Holy shit! In like the first round. He, like, cold clocked him so hard, man. That right hand is dude. like Thor's hammer. It's like Thor's hammer. Dude. I was like, he is not worthy. Brazil's not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know where he was, man. After he hit that punch. Oh, God damn. Uh, yeah, dude, that boy, that boy is something else, man. That's all I want to see. I can't wait for it. Because then Fury, like, obviously he won that one fight, right? And then I saw him on, like, first Hello, hello. I think uh, um, headphones again. Um, they drew. They drew the. La- they had a draw the last fight. Is what happened. Um, it was just controversial. Uh, okay, that's what it was. See what happened is like Fury. Fury outboxed him, but Wilder dropped him twice, so he won two ten eight rounds. So they ended up. They went for the. They went for the drops rather than the actual. Yeah, huh? yeah. So it was because uh, Fury. Fury's a more technical boxer. He gets in and out. He's quick. He uses the jab. He boxes from the outside. He frustrates you that way. Um, and and he does good. What's up? I said it makes sense. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Um. But uh. But they're they're gonna have a rematch though. Apparently they're gonna they're, they're gonna fight. Uh. I think at the beginning of next year, is what they said. I'm gonna have to make a note of it so I can actually watch these bad boys in action. See what the hell is going on with this big boy throwing hands. 
But uh, both guys, though, they both have a fight before that happens. So they need, they both need to win to get to that point. So uh, Wilder, he just announced that he's gonna fight this dude Luis Ortiz, who's like uh, this Cuban guy that's like in his forties or something. They don't know technically how what his age is because the Cubans be lying a bunch of times about how old they are, you know. Um, yeah. They didn't keep records. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So we don't, but he's like a dude who was like on the underground, kind of like just legit fighter, but nobody wanted to fight him because he was a tough dude. And so um, mm-hmm. finally Wilder said, fuck it, I'm going to fight him. And they fought last year and before the, the Fury fight. And dude, that was a fucking war. It was an epic fight. Like Ortiz knocked yeah. down Wilder and then Wilder came back and knocked him out like later in the fight. Like knocked him down twice, and Ortiz had never fallen on the ground before, and he 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 felt that right hand a couple times, and he just you know it was night night, and so yeah. So this this is a tough rematch though for him because I think Ortiz now has a feeling of how we fight and his style and stuff, so he might do better. But so it's like it was kind of a risk on Wilder's part to kind of give him a rematch. Um, but uh, yeah, so they're gonna run it back. And then I think Fury has a fight it's coming up sometime soon against somebody who's not as 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 uh, big of a name. So if they both win, I think they'll fight each other probably at the beginning of next year, some at some point, which would be nice. Oh man, yeah, dude, that's gonna be pretty epic. Like, uh, yeah, there's something there's something beautiful about some heavyweight throwing bows. You know what I'm saying? I like something, something poetic. It is, it is, it is, man. And I'm, I'm happy, I'm really happy at the state of where boxing is right now for the heavyweights because people are getting exciting again, you know? Exactly, I was going to say, it's coming back a little bit, dude. Because it was all these little guys throwing, you know, being quick and defensive and all that stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And they weren't bringing all these, all these, uh, these hitters, if you will. Right. There was a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, fights going, uh, you know, the distance and then all being decided by decision. And now it's, you know, which, what people want when they see boxing is getting knocked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right, right. So I think that'll that'll be good to, to see. Um, it's also really interesting because, like, the boxing world's, like, changed in the last few years because HBO's not in it anymore, and now you have all these guys that are signing exclusive deals. Like, uh, DAZN is, like, one of the big ones that is coming up, and ESPN Plus has a bunch of fighters. Fox has some fighters, too, like Fox Sports. So it's uh it's like an interesting like new dynamic uh, I think uh, more than ever. There's a stocking fighter too that that uh, you can make it. He just fought in the arena out here not too long ago and won. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, um let me look him up. Yeah, he, he's got a I forget his name, but uh, there's he a, actually I, mean, I think he has a fight coming up as well. Yeah, there's another one. It's like G Squad Nation or something like that. Gabe Flores. Yeah, Gabe Flores. Galvin. Gabriel Flores? I don't know. I thought it was Galvez. I yeah. I thought it was a talking fighter. <sighs> Fucking, what is his name? Yeah, Gabriel Flores Jr. That's uh, that's the dude yeah, who uh, who knocked the dude out. Yeah, yeah uh, the guy was like hell older than him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or hold on, I'm trying to remember. Because um, it was Gabriel Flores fought. Yeah, he was the one that knocked him out. And then there's uh, another guy. He goes by Kilo the Kid, uh, who's also uh-huh. from Stockton. Um, let me see what's his name. Uh, freaking, I forget his name. Fucking, let me click on this real quick. There's been a lot of fighters coming out of, uh, um, uh, the, the 209 and from like NorCal and shit too recently. Yeah, man. It's, 
man. Yeah, man. So the I think the fight game is like at a good point right now. You still you still got Canelo and like all those guys too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, okay. It's just, you know, it's going good and you know, the homegirl who went to school there, Chelsea Chandler, getting that knockout yesterday or yeah, yesterday. Dude, you sent me that video. Yeah, sent you a video. Dog, I'm I'm rude for her. Heavy man. She is she cold clocked that girl. Oh my goodness. Dude, I'm telling you, that girl fell she looked like a crash dummy. Boom! I'm watching it right now. She 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 landed this right hook on this chick, and she did not see it coming. And you just see her like lights oh. go out, like before she even hits the mat. Yeah. Oh, that's the best look too. I love seeing that when they just like had that blank stare, like uh, and they just start tumbling. Oh, dude! You see, like she has like a uh, like her hair braided. This chick, and she has like a blonde streak in one of them, and you just see the blonde streak just go whoop, like fall backwards, like. <laughs> 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 oh shit I'm watching this again right now on loop boom boom and you just see like the the thing go back to the cage and she falls to the ground like oh god mm 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 damn oh she's a Gracie fighter yeah that sounds about right I'm pretty sure she knows the Diaz's what was that boss? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she knows like Nick and Nate Diaz cause they're they're also Gracie oh, fighters she- I think she trains at the same gym. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, shout out to to the Diaz brothers and uh, their mom. I think lives like around the block from where my family lives now. Oh, for real? That's fine, dude. Yeah, I think out in Murata because like I, I I see a lot of people who run into them out there. Oh, good man, I know they brought me. You know. Yeah, man. Brought them, uh... So I guess since we're on the topic of the Diaz brothers, how about Nate Diaz? He's gonna make his return against Anthony Pettis at UFC 241. That's coming up in Anaheim. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be pretty dope, man. Especially against Pettis too. He's a pretty good, you know, pretty good fighter. That's gonna be an epic fight, I think. That's, that'll be pretty good. I'm gonna see if I can try to get to get into the arena. That uh, see if I can make it to the fight, man, because it's gonna be in Anaheim, so it's not too far. Oh yeah. Dude, there, there's also, it's going to be, uh, Daniel Cormier is going to fight Stipe Miocic in a rematch, too. So that'll be good. Yeah, man. For sure. Oh, sorry, you know, that, that problem could be All good, all good, all good. I hope, uh, the Oliver's doing all right. <laughs> Boy, that's that's what we call the tired cry. Yeah. You know, what I'm you know as, I mean, when you have children, Mario, <laughs> you understand. Like you can hear the difference, right? Between a between a I'm hungry and a, I'm sleepy. <laughs> and that one, that one right there, if you didn't hear it, that, that was an I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I have little cousins, and I have uh, some little. Um, uh, some cousins that have kids themselves too that I've been hanging out with the last few weeks, uh, last few months. So I, I've definitely heard that cry <laughs> a couple yeah, times. Man. Hey, but I gotta tell you what, the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. That's 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 beautiful, man. That's beautiful to hear. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so the what? When when did you say that fight was? The Nate Diaz one? Uh, let me look it up. I think it's in uh, it's in like um um two months or so. Let me see UFC two forty one. Uh, 
Let me see here. It is coming up August 17th. Okay. Cool, cool. So it's the end of summer too. Yeah, so we have All some right. we have some good fights on there. Um, let me see. There's a there's some fights tonight that are happening actually. Uh-huh. Um, let me see here. What's today? Today's June June eighth. It is today. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be watching some of these here. The main event: Henry Cejudo. Uh, versus Marlon Moraes for the 145-pound belt. So, uh, Cejudo won the 135-pound belt, and so now he's moving up in weight. And, uh... Oh, that's always tricky when it comes like, some fighters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, moving up, they might, you know, they, they may be a little slower, or, you know what I'm saying, they may not have as much... Uh, I, I, I was five pounds, but I hear it goes a long way when it comes to fighting. It so. does, it does, man. It's uh, so we'll see what happens there. That's the main event tonight. I'm, I'm excited for that one. They also have like uh, yeah. Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica I. Shevchenko is like oh, yeah. is a beast, man. She's like Dude. she's one of the most ripped looking fighters that like for the females. Like, oh my goodness, These female fighters, bro. When I be seeing them, like, yeah, I wouldn't even nope. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I don't want I any of that. I wouldn't look at. I wouldn't look at her wrong. <laughs> I gotta. I kind of have the hots for her, man. She's. She's. Uh. I don't know. Some of them rip girls look. I'm like, ooh, they can put in work, man. Take care of that body. Hey, I see you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you can show me a couple workouts, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you can do some couple workouts if you want, man. <laughs> funny, bro. Oh shit! Yeah, she's a she's a beast though. Um, she's really good. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and then this is another exciting fight. Tony Ferguson is fighting Cowboy Cerrone, Donald Cerrone, and uh, that's gonna be a good one. I like Ferguson. I like him a lot. It was uh the yeah. the way he lost the right? little guys lightweight. Yeah, little yeah. Guys, it's like one. Yeah, what is it? One seventy, I think. Yeah, so he uh, he's super lanky though, man. He's like five eleven, like one seventy. So he's like, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's really good, man. And the way he lost his belt was kind of bullshit because he was scheduled to fight Khabib last year, and mm-hmm. he he was doing media obligations like for like Fox before they went to ESPN, and he, they had like some cable like for some camera, and he tripped on it and he tore his ACL on the trip. Wow. Yeah, and so he couldn't... What a fucking... That would be the worst ever. Right? Imagine that. He had the interim belt at the time, and then so he was. they were going to fight for that belt. And so he got hurt. They eventually went move, went on with the fight, and Khabib ended up winning the the the, the fight against this dude, Al Quinta. they brought in at the last second. And so mm-hmm. um, they basically removed him from the belt, though. They took his belt because he was not healthy. Which was like kind of bullshit. That's the worst. Yeah, I feel you. I've, oh man. And then he fought Pettis uh, earlier this year, and they had a, a pretty damn good fight. But Pettis, I think, broke his hand, and he had to quit. So then Ferguson yeah, won. I think I saw highlights of that one. Yeah, so he won that one. But uh, so he's on the comeback trail now. I think if he wins this one against Cowboy today, I think he'll be in line to to maybe fight Khabib again. I don't know. Who knows? They've been trying to. They he's would, on a, is he suspended or like? Is he still? Uh, no, no, nah, nah, I think I think his suspension will be up by the end of the year, so I think that's when they would do okay. it. I think that's when what they're yeah. thinking. So uh, the thing is, though, it's like uh, they've tried to fight each other on four different occasions, and one or the other gets hurt, like in training, 
or something. Last and the last one was bullshit because he tripped on a fucking cable. Yeah, that's pretty much bullshit. I would, I would agree. Hmm. Gonna need to work on these wireless cameras here. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so this should be exciting fights. I think I'm gonna put them on in a little bit once we're done here. Um, uh, I know. I was actually just looking. I was like, oh, the pre, the early prelims are starting right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put those I'm on. On ESPN, the the, uh, the preliminary card. Yeah. The actual old one, like this. Yeah. Hey, don't tell nobody. It's just just, just between just between me and you. But I've been like bootlegging the crap out of all these fights. <laughs> uh oh, careful, careful. Uh oh, uh oh. It's all good. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. There we go. Um. I've been. I was gonna say. I was saying that. Like, man, I've been bootlegging all these fights, man. I don't want to protest this ESPN deal because I don't <laughs> ESPN Plus. Like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I feel you. What is it like? I don't know. I think you get the papers. What are they? They're streaming apps now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I know. My buddy was like, "Hey, how do you get this ESPN? Because you know, I work for AT and T. It's a, a whole new world, I think, now. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Everything, everything's streaming and everything has their own app now to watch stuff. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, uh, I guess a little bit more UFC news. One other thing that I noted about... Um, did you hear about uh, the one of the female fighters, one female champion, Jessica Andrade, a uh, Brazilian chick? She had just won the belt from uh, um, Rose Namajunas. She slammed her on her uh-huh. head the other, uh, like, a couple weeks ago, and, yeah. uh, she won the belt that way, and then, like, pounded her out, and they, uh, they stopped the fight, um, she, uh, she, she was, uh, apparently robbed at gunpoint down in Brazil, like, last week or the week before, she was with her girlfriend, cause she's, uh, she's, uh, an out lesbian, and so she's, like, mm-hmm. I think has a relationship with another fighter, and mm-hmm. they got freaking robbed at gunpoint, and they, like, stole a bunch of money, stole the phones, apparently they got the phones back and stuff, but, like, there's like that happens a lot in Brazil, man. Like the people get kidnapped. Say, it sounds like a very Brazilian slums kind of thing, right there. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, dude, you should. You, I mean, you would think you'd be a little smarter, though. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're you're a high profile sweat now in Brazil. Yeah. And stuff like that. You might want to might not want to be out and about like that. And yeah. she can't technically, right? She can't. No, no, I think it's a U.S. thing. She can't like fight with a gun. You know, there's, that's just an all bad situation. I wish the best for her. I hope that doesn't happen to her ever again. But yeah. All right. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. It was. It was crazy when I read the read the the article. I was like, oh shit. But uh, apparently she was okay. Didn't have any injuries or anything like that. So I think that's the good news. It, but that's it's, the it's best, I was gonna say that's the best case scenario. You know? It can be dangerous. Don't try to fight off somebody again. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It can be dangerous out there, man. Uh, I've heard some uh-huh. stories. Uh, yeah. But I guess that's all my my UFC news right now. Um, I got a couple things about like uh, some the world of soccer. I don't know how much you've been paying attention to recently. Uh, I do know that it is the Women's uh, World Cup that has started yesterday. This is true. Um, this is true. And then, and then I have not been keeping up on any of the uh, 
was it Premier League stuff that's been going on and Champions, yeah, Champions League, I think it is. Or right, right. So I, I guess I can give you a little rundown. So yeah, Women's World Cup's going on right now. There's also the Gold Cup, which is like all the North American teams are playing against each other. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's going on. Uh, that's just starting. There's also the Copa America, which is the South American teams playing against each other. Love it. Which is uh, I'm a huge fan of soccer. I love me some soccer. Yeah, international. Don't know where to watch a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> the international stuff is pretty fun too. I like I like that when they play. But um, oh, yeah. so those are ongoing right now. Um, funny thing, dude. So like, uh, in the Copa America, they always have like two extra slots for teams that they invite from other parts of the world. So sometimes they'll invite Mexico mm-hmm. or the U.S. or some teams like that. This year they invited yeah. Japan and Korea, South Korea. That's I was wow. like, that was kind of out there. I was like, I was like, really? Wow. Okay, that's cool. All right, hey, you know, mix it up. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not hating on it. I actually think that this is Japan and Korea. Are- they're not bad, they're not bad, man. And uh, so we'll see how they do. That'd be cool, because they usually don't play these teams that often. Yeah. A little different style. Uh, I mean, hey, best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, best of luck to those guys, but, you know. And I think something that people don't realize is there's a lot of Asian communities that are in, like, Latin America. That more, pe- more than people realize. Because Asian I, Asian people didn't just come to the U.S. and Canada, you know. Oh right, I know. I think that's yeah uh, a misconception that you know a lot of Americans have that oh they just came here and all they wanted to do. no 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 <laughs> there's other countries they found opportunity in you know what I'm saying right exactly exactly um, so yeah there's like a lot of like uh, Japanese Chileans and stuff like that the old the that's old so crazy uh, to even say though. right right <laughs> there there was a president ex president this dude named Fujimori. He was Japanese, like ethnically Japanese, but he was like, you know, grew up in, uh, I think was was it Peru or Chile? It was like one of those countries. He was like a president. Was, his name was Fujimori, like freaking crazy. All right. <laughs> right? He's like cool, man. No, all right. Right. Um, all right. Let's go over some headlines, though, man. Uh, the team that I like watching in the EPL, Liverpool. They won the Champions League. They won it over Tottenham. Uh, the game was pretty boring itself, but I was it was uh, it was good to see them win. I was happy. I was happy there. <laughs> the, uh, that's their sixth time winning it in like their uh, their history. But they hadn't won it since mm-hmm. like 2000, like early 2000, like 04, 05. Um, and they had like an epic game when they they won it. They had like scored a bunch of goals at the end. But this year. This year they had a pretty exciting team. Um, the game itself was a little like back, like kind of. I don't know. It was like they didn't have a lot of flow. They uh, they scored a goal early in the game because uh, they uh, they had the ball like first minute. The guy was gonna send a pass in like across uh, into the middle of the field, and he was on the edge of the box, and it hit the defender's like underarm, like on his tricep, and they called handball, and so they gave him a they gave him a, a penalty. They scored one nothing, and then they held that. They held that lead all the way until the end of the game, and then they finally scored a second one to win. Yeah, they scored a second goal at the end to win two nothing though. So two nil. Yeah. So that was the final there. Um, so shout outs to Liverpool. My my roommate he kind of put me on to Liverpool a bit because he's a he's a fan of them, and uh, we would watch the games and talk about it and stuff like that. And I really like their 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 manager, this dude named Jurgen Klopp from Germany. He's he's really exciting. I like the way he uses his players and the way he he works with them. Um, so yeah, that that was pretty cool to watch, man. Um, 
I guess, uh, I guess, like somewhat related here. There's two teams also in the Premier League that are currently appealing transfer bans, two-year transfer bans. Um, Manchester City and Chelsea. So uh, mm-hmm. I actually heard about these. I, I read a little bit about it. I don't, I don't understand the transfer thing as much as I probably should. Mm-hmm. So transfers so. basically, instead of like, think of it like everyone's a potential free agent, right? So you sign a contract with the team. You don't trade with the another team to get them. You just buy the contract from the team for a certain price, right? Okay. So yeah. basically, this is how team how players move around from different league to league or team to team, right? So what happened was, I think uh, for Manchester City, they apparently there's supposed to be this program called financial fair play where you're, you can't spend more money than you're making, like in profits. You can't like go into the deficit like over a large period of time, or you'll have penalties. Okay. So Manchester City, like, what happens is, like, you get rich investors who just are willing to put, like, say, fuck it. I'm a, I'm, I want as, I'll pay as much money to get the best players, and I don't care if we make a profit back because I just want a good team. Yeah. So these tend to happen when they're invested from, like, oil money people. So uh. Manchester City is owned by uh, sh- this guy named Sheikh Mansour, who uh, comes from Saudi money, I believe. Um, oh, yeah. So... They the last few like since they bought the team they've been one of the best teams in Europe because they've just been uh, um, buying up a lot of good players and stuff like that and they the team Manchester City they won the Premier League this year which is think of it kind of like a regular season like uh, competition so they just stack up the number of like uh, wins or points three points for a win one point for a draw so they yeah. they, they had like the one of the most like deepest teams ever and and they uh they won the whole league this year they 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 scored they had the one of the most points ever scored like in a whole season uh like ever in premier league history because they were that good this year um liverpool was number two liverpool literally scored like they scored had 97 points which is like the third most ever all time and they came in second because somebody had the first most ever like Think about that. Fucking intense. Like, crazy. Dude, that is fucking... That's wild, bro. Yeah, just think about that. So <laughs> that happened this year. So, apparently they're saying that they they outspent, like, the amount of money that they were supposed to. So, now they're appealing it. So they were going to give them a two-year ban so they couldn't buy any new players for two years, which would be pretty... Uh, that would right. That would, that would hurt them. That would hurt them a lot. So, they're appealing yeah. that. Chelsea, they got into a different scandal because there was... Uh, what happens sometimes is they'll have kids on their youth programs who mm-hmm. come from other parts of the world, other countries, and there's particular rules about uh, how many of those type of players or which ones are eligible to play or not. So they were saying that they may have broken the rule by like fielding a player who shouldn't have been eligible and having them play in a couple games. So that's what Chelsea uh, was doing. Um, soccer, man. I feel like I feel like there's a lot of like. Corruption in soccer. Yes. When it comes, you know, obviously, remember when we talked about like the uh, FIFA a while ago? I had that president that was there, thought was super, was super corrupt. Oh yes, and for sure. All yeah, there's a lot of shiesty shit that happens in uh, in world Shiesty. soccer, world football. But um, yeah, man. So that w- that was pretty interesting. I was reading about that this week. Uh, also, I heard a lot of reports that there was a. Uh, um, so, like, right now, before, like, in Europe, they have European qualifiers, but they also have this other, this, like, kind of small tournament, and they call it the, the Nations Leagues, right? It's this, like, small tournament that they, that they play in. And um, 
England was playing in Portugal in the city of Porto um, against um, I don't know who they were playing a different team or whatever. But apparently there was uh, reports of a bunch of the English fans just acting a fool. They call them hooligans. Apparently they were storming. Yeah, I know exactly. I've, I've seen a documentary on those motherfuckers. Right, right. So apparently these fools were wilding out, just low-key talking some racist shit against all the other uh, uh, Portuguese and all the other people that were there. And they were uh, getting into fights. They had, like, riot. I saw a video of, like, this riot police that were, like, storming them and, like, pushing them off to the side because they were just acting a fool, man. They were going crazy. So, uh, yeah, fucking insane. Um, so that was ongoing, um, oh yeah, did you hear about, uh, what happened to Neymar? Uh, I heard he, uh, doesn't have to have surgery, so I'm guessing he hurt himself somewhere or another. Okay, well, two things. Hurt. Yeah, 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 so he has, like, ankle surgery, I think, so he's not gonna play in, the the, uh, Copa America. Um, mm-hmm. but also, off of the field, there, he had, like, somebody who came out and had rape allegations against him. Dude, crazy. So he has, he's that's horrible, man. That ruined your career. I know. If it, if it did happen, that's fucking that sucks that he did that. If it didn't happen, that yeah. that would suck yeah. that somebody lied about it. You know. So it's like it yeah, sucks. It's like a, like a double edged sword. It's like fuck, you know, fuck him if he did. If not, then fuck the other person because they're they're faking these goddamn allegations. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I'm like. You can't say anything at this point, like, one way or the other, but it's just, it's a shitty situation. Um, he came out after the fact and said, like, he made this long Instagram video where he was po- posting, like, WhatsApp conversations between them, saying that it was all consensual. They did, because he plays for uh, PSG in Paris, uh, Paris, mm-hmm. Paris Saint-Germain or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, this apparently happened over there. He had flew this chick from Brazil all the way out to, to, to uh, France. And uh, she claims that he was aggressive with her and that she denied him, didn't want to have sex, and that she, he forced himself upon her. Which, if that happens, that's just, that's just really shitty, man. Um, so that's, that's the rumor right now. Um, and, but he, he had this long video kind of like trying to defend himself. And uh, apparently the chick went on like TV in Brazil just recently and defended herself again. Saying that no, he's lying about that. That he did force her. And onto... hopefully, hopefully it's not like a quick like she's trying to get some money out of the, out of duty. You know I'm saying right, right. So That's it's crazy because yeah. Neymar's dealing with that, and then Ronaldo's dealing with the allegation that happened like years ago in the Vegas hotel yeah. room. I don't know if you heard about that. I heard about that one. Yeah, man. So they're both dealing with these like allegations. So um, I heard that uh, the Ronaldo case that they're gonna try to make it to federal court and not just like the state of Nevada, because um, Ronaldo's basically damn, damn, just damn. yeah, Ronaldo's just probably never gonna come back to the U.S. again. Which I mean, he could never. He could. That's fine for him. He doesn't. He can live his life whatever, wherever. But uh, that's fucking crazy, man. Crazy shit happening off the field. Yeah, man. Especially when, you know, it just, you know, it sucks because it puts a damper on their, their life, both people's lives, you know, things. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, like I said, it's not a money grab. And hopefully they didn't do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you know, it's speaking, just like, it's, dude, speaking, it's, yeah, man. speaking of which, did you hear about the whole Luke Walton thing? How crazy is that one? Yeah, that's what, that one's crazy too, you know what I'm saying? And like, I thought the Kings were going to make like a, a move, you know, faster, like to said, you know. I don't know if they're gathering information, you know, I don't know how all that works, mm-hmm. technically, 
You know, so it's like, well, shit. You you would think, though, if, if it was pretty, like, substantial evidence, they probably would have already fired him, you know what I'm saying, or didn't have him at the, the pre-work, pre-draft workouts and all that shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I think the crazy so, thing was that, like, this is allegedly happened uh, when he was, like, still in the Warriors, like, as an assistant yeah, coach. Yeah, when he was an assistant. So, the Warriors, not even when he was the head coach uh, while Kerr was out. Right, so they were saying it's like, dude, the Warriors never heard about it, the Lakers never heard about it, and now Sacramento never heard about it. So it seems like this might be a little bit more of a money grab, but if it's not, then that that's shitty, right? And like, yeah. um, she was saying, apparently this chick, she was, uh, she also helped him co-write like uh, one of his books that he that he like published um, like a year ago, two years ago or something. Like he wrote a book, and she was like a writer. And helped them with it, so they had a relationship through that. Um, yeah, it kind of seems a little shady on her part, huh? <laughs> it does, but like you, don't, we don't want to jump to conclusions one way or the other type thing. So it's like I've talked about it a few times on it, just because like new details kind of came out here and there. But it's it's uh-huh. just a, another city situation, man. I mean, like this, you've talked like a lot of the the press and the public always talks about how. Um, uh, uh, what you called? Like you know, b- believe women and all this stuff like that. And it's like we want to, man. But then sometimes there's just uh, um, right, it's always that there's always that one that ruins it for the the, the actual victims. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So there's always that one who's actually trying to benefit off of it because yeah, exactly. Monetarily, they're trying to benefit rather than you know actually you know. Yeah, it's just you know, it's it's rough to even talk about, you know what I'm saying, because like it's it's her word, you know what I'm saying? It's not like she has like photo evidence of it happening, you know what I'm saying? It's more Right, those right, exactly. So I just hope the best for all parties, you know what I'm saying? If that's even a way if that's even something that can happen. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess I go back to like a little bit more of like uh, football news or world football news. Um, well, like a couple of things that I want to talk about before we go. Um, how about there's like a match fixing scandal in Spain? I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, that they're releasing information this last week. There was apparently a bunch of different teams that were connected to like some some gangs and shit like that that were like low key tanking games just to like. Uh, for people to bet on them make the money. and to make oh, the money, shit. yeah, yeah. So they had oh, shit. they had big, that's a big time no no. There was seven players arrested from this one team called in Spain called Valladolid. Um, seven dudes arrested from the team. Damn son, yeah, half the starting squad. Exactly, like two thirds of the starters. Man, it's crazy. So, yeah. so they were saying that. Um, they were all connected, and they all, like, they did an investigation into it. So the thing about Spain, though, is, like, most people, it's, like, easy to go under the radar this way because uh, um, the, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the um, the only teams they really pay attention to are Real Madrid and Barcelona. So if you're one of these teams yeah, that's, like, bigger, yeah. yeah, if you're one of the smaller teams, you can maybe get away with it. So I think that's what they were kind of trying to bank on. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, crazy. Well, they didn't get away with that one. Mm-mm. So, uh, they're, they're doing investigations into it right now, so this might go deeper. It might go deeper than that, so. 
We'll see what uh, happens. Now gonna, you, know, you know, now that you're bringing all this stuff to light, I'm going to be researching the shit out of soccer now. You know that, right? Yeah, you man. Opened up a whole nother, you opened up a whole other can of worms for me. <laughs> we can talk about you know, it next time. <laughs> yeah, because, so, you know, I didn't expect all the soccer talk and I wasn't prepared. And now, <laughs> next time, I'm going to be for surely prepared because, you know, I was, uh, I need to be all world, I need to be, you know, international with my soccer game here. <laughs> it's all good man there's there's a lot to keep track of so it like i like uh i have a couple apps that give me little updates here and there and i'm like i read them like oh no shit like oh and then i just like jot yeah. down whatever happens on my notes shout, shout out uh shout out to bleacher report yeah man i like uh i have this one called the score or score yeah the scores yeah I've, I've, uh, I've heard that one too i need to download that one that one's like based out of canada so they're a little bit more open to like uh <laughs> non-biased stuff yeah exactly it's not espn you know they don't have like a a, a, a dog in the in the race type of thing so exactly yeah yeah so they, they, that, that one's pretty good i like that one but um i guess one one last thing to talk about um have you heard about like var video assistant replay uh in soccer and how they're using it now uh yes i, I they started using it a while ago didn't they like a few it's not like an exactly new thing you know True. They've been introducing it to new leagues like year after year. So there's like more more people than now than ever um, who are uh, um, uh, you know using it. And so they just announced. Yeah, they just announced last week that the Premier League is going to start implementing it now. Uh, and the Premier League is like the most popular soccer league in the world. So it's like about time kind of thing. Yeah, you would think you would think the most popular one would be you know, more open to it earlier so that they don't get these fucking controversial-ass games, you know what I'm saying? The thing is, though, it's kind of like how baseball is, you know, like a lot of the old-school so fans. So, like, yeah, you're right. They didn't, they, they, so, it's like, change the game. It's like, oh, there's going to be a lot of stoppages in play. It's like, this is going to take the game, make it longer and all that stuff. So, um, what they did, though, is they said that what they're going to do, which is better because now how they have it is that they just go to the video the, the ref makes a little signal, like he does a little like box rectangle, and then he the, that's the signal that we're gonna look at it. So they go look at it, and then they make the decision, and then they they blow the whistle, and they and they don't explain nothing, or they don't have anything on the on the boards to like tell them w- the reason why they made the decision. Cause like you know how in the NFL they had the ref is out there, he's explaining what happens and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So now what they're gonna do is they're gonna have video replay in all the stadiums in England. That'll show exactly what happens. They're gonna have a dude over the mic say, like, tell the fans, like, this is the decision. This is the reason why. And uh, without interrupting the play, of the, the play ex- okay. exactly. So it's a little bit more like efficient, I think, is the way they're gonna do it. So it, it seems like, yeah. I was just gonna say, it seems like they're gonna, you know, it's gonna be a little cleaner. Uh, than it, than they've used it in the past because even just the last World Cup there was a lot of controversies over when they used it when they didn't use it and all this mm-hmm. stuff. I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember. That's why that's why I heard. I was like, I was like, they they've used this for uh for the World Cup, I believe. But yeah, you're right. They, they they're smart to find ways to to still get the correct correct calls mm-hmm. without killing the pace of play on the game. Yeah. You know? Exactly, exactly. So that's the. Um, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, we have all this technology there. You got you to gotta implement it somehow to make the game, you know, more interesting and make sure that you don't your team doesn't screw it over, or the other team doesn't get screwed over, and then you know the fans won't, you know, 
I mean, it basically takes off the debate of fucking, oh, well, it wouldn't have happened if this caller, you know, that caller, you know, that's kind of bullshit, you know? Exactly, exactly. So, uh, um, yeah, that's kind of the, uh, um, the idea there. So hopefully they, uh, they can implement it well because there's, I mean, I always hate when they, it's like a simple call and they can't look at it. Because like there's there's a there's 22 players on the field and there's only one ref who who makes a decision in between. There's two refs on the side, but there's only so much that they can they can call, right? So yeah. there's like it's like almost worse than football because there's 22 people in like a American football game, but there's like mm-hmm. 10 refs, right? And they're always watching yeah, a little a line, thing. There's a line judge. There's a back judge. There's a yeah, exactly. So it's different. It's different in uh in soccer. Um. So I'm I'm glad that they're able to use it now because it's like that dude's running around everywhere. He can't see he can't he can't see everything that happens, you know. Oh, it's a huge it's a huge playing field, dude. There ain't no way you can catch everything. Exactly. So hopefully this hopefully this cuts out you know most of the 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 gray area of uh, of calls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I agree. So good for uh, soccer. Good good for football. For football, world football. Um, yeah, man. So I think that's most of the news. There's been some transfer news that it's happened. Um, uh, the biggest one is like Eden Hazard, the Belgium player. He's going from Chelsea uh-huh. to Real Madrid. So Real Madrid's like spending a bunch of money this year. Uh, hundred hundred million euros they paid the team to get his contract. That's fucking. That is insane. Dude, that's not even the record. I think the record last year was Ronaldo. He had like a hundred and fifty. Oh yeah, I mean that's Ronaldo though. Right. Because what is he? He's on Juventus, right? That's two bottom. Yeah, so he left uh, Real, and then uh, so now Real's gonna spend some more money to kind of replace him uh, a year later because they had a down year. So uh, yeah. Because uh, they didn't, they didn't, the Barcelona won their their league, and they didn't do so well in the Champions League. They didn't even make the knockout stages, I don't think, or they got eliminated really early. So. Um, yeah, that'll cause some. That'll cause some concern, especially for. A, a team that's normally in it all the time. Yeah, they had won the three Champions Leagues before. They they won three in a row. They three-peated. So, uh, Damn. So, yeah, so they needed to make some sort of change. Yeah, so it was, t- it was time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yodis, no yodis. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's one of the things. Um they brought they bought this other dude too from Germany. I think his name's Jokic. He's another Jokic guy. Um, another Jokic. Yeah. We call him the Joker. The Joker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, he's like a, apparently a striker. Uh, it's like a bigger dude uh, from uh, Frankfurt Eintracht. That team from Germany. Uh, he was like their best player. So they uh, they they picked him up, and. Uh, um, yeah, they're making moves. They're making moves this year now. So we'll see what happens to them in the well, future. Well, let's say let's see, let's see if those moves translate to something. Right, right. So there'll be a lot more news as like the the transfer window keeps continuing because like they have two windows. They have a window in the summertime, which we're in right now, mm-hmm. where they can make moves, yeah. and they have another one that's in the wintertime, like in midway through the season. So, uh, um, so it's kind of like a trade deadline a little bit in like American yeah. sports, you know. So there's a lot of rumors and, and all this stuff of who goes where and and all this. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, all these big teams they just stockpile new players every season, man. And it's like it's like all right, is he gonna fit in this team or is he just gonna be a bust? So that happens a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um I got a couple other like non sports things you wanna you wanna you got time? I got a little bit of time. Alright. Time just depends if my son's gonna let me have time. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Alright, let's let's go through them. I got like four of them real quick. Uh did you see the story about the people dying on Mount Everest? Uh, no, but that seems to happen a lot. My buddy's a huge hiker, mm-hmm. and he's actually going to, uh, he's, uh, gonna do Kilimanjaro soon, and Ooh. he was, uh, he was talking about how often that people actually die on Everest, which fucking blew my mind. Right, exactly. But what, what kind of, what kind of circumstances were these, uh, were these people under? It's just like a lot of, uh, um... A lot of tourists and stuff. Since Everest is like such a big, like popular destination, like the the local communities who live there, they make a lot of money off of these people, like being Sherpas for them and like guiding them through. Um, that there's the people who have literally like died from like uh, um, being frozen up there just because they've like slipped, fall, broken legs and stuff like that. There's like so many dead bodies that are up on the mountain that some people use them as landmarks to like. Uh, to, 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 to guide them. Where they're at. Yeah. There's, Jesus there's apparently one dude who died with like green boots on, and so like he's like he's like a well known like landmark like on the mountain. Damn, dude! Imagine that being your legacy. Stupid. Yeah, I'm not, I, I died on Everest. You know, he's up in heaven. And I died on Everest, and people use my feet <laughs> as a landmark now to where they're at. That is insane, man. If you think about it. Trying to be upset. <laughs> For real, man. He's looking down like, man, I shouldn't have fucking picked those stupid green boots. <laughs> it's freaking crazy, man. Um, yeah, dude, it's no joke, man. People just—I I wonder if these like people that are going, obviously they get these sherpas to help them. I wonder if they're actually like trained professionals in climbing. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's not no fucking, not a goddamn bay hike. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly, and uh, yeah, a lot of these people are like not like legit, uh, like hikers and stuff, so they don't know what they're getting into. And then the thing is too is like if you're a Sherpa, that's how you make your money. So you're never gonna like deny people from yeah, going. You're turn, yeah, you're not gonna turn down money, <laughs> especially if, if with the hard living conditions and everything like that they could be in. You know what I'm saying? You're not just going to be like, no, I'm, uh, I, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So they're in a tough spot itself. Like, that's, there's no other industry out there in, like, uh, in that part of the world. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. So people need to stop going as much, man, because it's like he's fucking it up for everybody else type thing. Tell them, tell them just go to Kilimanjaro. It's not, that one is not, you know, I've heard, I've heard from multiple people that, it's gorgeous, and it's also not as uh, deadly, obviously. And it's for even like a an average hiker, you know, not an average hiker, an average climber, you know. So right. they've done you know multiple climbs and stuff like that. So I would like to do that at some point, man. I mean, hey, that that'd be goals: travel the world and go to, go hiking on these beautiful fucking mountains. I'd love to go to Patagonia on the bottom of the the map down there. Ooh, that'd be fun. Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah, man. Oh man, so uh, yeah, I guess we'll go on to the next one, man. Did you hear the story? Uh, these are the hot topics right here. This is the segment, the hot topics. Pretty much, yeah. We're doing a hot topic segment right now, so uh, we'll jump to the next one, man. Did you hear about uh, the? You know the show Fresh Off the Boat. Yes. You know who Constance Constance Wu, the actor, the the uh, actress. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what happened? What happened to Constance? 
So they announced that there's going to be a new season of uh, Fresh Off the Boat that's happening. And she's, like, a big popular, like, actress right now. So she was just in, like, Crazy Rich Asians, which I haven't had the chance to see quite yet. But um, I hear it was, like, you know, real good, real good movie. Um, mm-hmm. He, uh, uh, she, she, they announced it, like, uh, like, two weeks ago. Like, all right, we're having a new season. And she literally on the, uh, um, on the Instagram page posting of the announcement, she was just like, ah shit or like fuck like she was pissed off about it and uh she's like one of the main actresses or whatever and then she went on like twitter and was like she was like boo this sucks this is like the literally the worst news that i could hear right now and it's just like what the fuck are you talking about you're literally gonna be paid like a half a million dollars to do this to be that role and it's like people would literally kill to, to to be in your position but uh apparently in her situation is like she had some other movies lined up that she was like you know gonna be more lucrative for her and so now yeah. she's gonna have to like not be able to do those because she's gonna be working on the on the show so um but she went on uh she went on like uh, she made a long post on Instagram or something about it, kind of trying to clarify her her stance. She was like, "Hey, like this is the reason why I was pissed off, um, yada yada." Like, look, I understand. Like, uh, I have like it's a blessing. I love everybody I work with, and I, I we're gonna do a good job. Basically, doing some uh, damage control. She did damage control, yeah, but then but, but then at the end of the damage control thing, she kind of did she kind of did some bullshit. She was just kind of like you know she kind of like tied it into the whole fucking Me Too movement about like. You should believe oh God, women. Actually, you should believe women read, and stuff. I just read it too. Oh. Stupid, right? Last sentence. It's meaningful when you make the choice to believe women. What? Why do you need to do that, man? Why? Well, it was, it was, it was all, all good posts and everything like that until you dropped one of those in there to so, try to lie. Uh, so, ah. so I heard a I lot of... Get, I don't even get why you put that. I heard a lot of people get, like, real pissed off about that, too. And I, I'm kind of mad about that, too, man. It's like, I understand why you were mad and all that stuff. I understand everything until that point. But don't fucking throw that around just, like, willy-nilly. Like, that's no problem. You don't need yeah, to. It's kind of like, she's trying to, like, use that to, like, validate. And, uh, if, you're, if you're upset about it, I mean, yeah, you're you're upset about it because you had other lucrative things. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Don't try to drop a Me Too thing and then just to, like... I don't even know, to get, like, some heat off your back, it feels like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, <laughs> exactly, that's my exact thoughts, I'm like, you're using this movement to try to co-opt everything and get people on your side, which is oh, like, so true. you're, you're, you're like, fucking it up for everybody. Right, you know, <laughs> get out of here. Man, it's like, like, look, man, some people are like shitty. Show. Right, like uh, like some people are shitty, regardless of gender. So it's like you you can't play teams. <laughs> you can't play teams like that, man. It's stupid. I uh, like that. I like that. Some people are shitty, regardless of gender. You are so right, my friend. You know what uh, uh, uh two shorts favorite word is? Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> hey, wait, can I hear that? Can I hear that one more time? Bitch, What's my favorite bitch, word? Bitch, bitch. What's why you gotta say like Mario? Bitch. <laughs> oh man, E40 Bro, said it himself. That should be a segment. That should be a segment on a uh, on one of the, on the show next time too. <laughs> just find out like people that we just like do not agree with for that for that timeline, and they're just like at the end of it. Favorite word? <laughs> oh shit, man! See freaking. Uh... Uh, yeah, man, I mean, E-40 and Too Short said it themselves, man, all women ain't bitches, or all bitches ain't women, all bitches ain't women, like, you know what I mean? 
So, like, you can use that word for, like, regardless of gender, just because people are acting a certain way, you know what I'm saying? And, like, exactly. you know? So, like, that's kind of how I feel about it. It's just, like, Constance, you're, just, you're not doing yourself any favors right now. None at all. No, it's like she... Yeah, and then you have guys like us who, like, you try to, she tried to put out a fire and then lit a whole nother fucking fire with that one sentence. She basically put out a forest fire and then just, like, put the whole state on fire, pretty much. Like, made it even worse. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Constance is an, ar- is an arsonist. Arsonist. <laughs> uh, Arsonist woo. Arsonist woo. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right, let's, let's move on to another one. Uh, speaking of people acting like a bitch, though, how about a freaking president uh, trying to cover up the the USS John McCain when he went out to Japan just because he had beef with uh-huh. John McCain when before he died and shit like that? I don't know if you heard about yeah, that's this. Such a, that's such a shitty move. Such a shitty move. Like, come on, bro. Like, he's already dead. He was a war hero. You know, like, there's no need to further that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their pluses and minuses in life. Like he had his his his, his things he did, or like people you know give him props for, it. and he had things that people were like that was, that's not the best you know thing. Because uh, yeah. like as a politician, like he was you know a Republican, but he like one of the things he did, he was anti MMA. Like he didn't allow like uh, uh, MMA to like grow in the '90s, and he had like a lot of states that blocked it and like banned it uh, because of like his, he put pressure on them, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, so that's like one of the things on his check mark, and, and there's like a lot of other stuff politically that you can go into. But like, I, I can't, you can't deny that the motherfucker's like, you know, tough as nails. I mean, the dude couldn't lift his arm above his head because he fucking was tortured by the um, um, fr- right? freaking uh, who was it? Who was it that tortured him? The the um, Koreans or not? No, the Korean War. It was the um, Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, the Vietnamese, the Viet Cong tortured yeah. him. Yeah, the Viet Cong, I was trying to think of this too. I was like, God, I know it's Vietnam, but who are those guys named Viet Cong? Yeah, so it's like... Dude, it didn't... Yeah, I, mean, I just don't like the whole thing of, like, trying to slander, you know, that when, like, someone's already passed. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, nothing surprised me when it comes to Trump. Did you see, <laughs> like, after after his funeral, he's just, he said, yeah, they should be thanking me for thro- thro- throwing a dope funeral or whatever. It's like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Are you fucking kidding me? You're so dude. I know. I know. <laughs> it's stupid. He's so dumb. What? And like he, so he visited uh, Japan like recently, and they put literally put like a tarp over the name of the USS John McCain. And anybody who was like working there, they told him to not even show up. And so apparently there was people who like, what tried to show up to like a speech and stuff, and they were denied at the door. They weren't even allowed to enter. Wow. These are people who like actually wanted to see him speak, and like I'm assuming are support- natural supporters of him. And he's not even fucking letting you know fucking with them, like letting them do that just because they work on a ship that was named after a guy he didn't like, like he didn't agree with. Exactly, that's like so dumb. Very childish, but you know that's who that's who he is. I was uh, I was uh, taking a class, or I'm taking a class on political science, and they're showing like clips of like Trump debate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like a bully trying to pick on somebody. Like it's not. There's no like. There's not a lot of like information being thrown out there. <laughs> it's just like him, him making fun of like Hillary Clinton. Dude, basically, <laughs> you know that's that's all he did, man. He just had nicknames for people of like talking shit. Yeah, dude, he's like this kid. But eh, it is what it is. You know, they got a bully with a fucking magnifying 
was he was like stalking her down. He was like walking around her and shit. Like trying to be his whole presence. The fact that he brought he brought the the chicks who allegedly slept with Bill Clinton and sat them at the front row of the debates. Right, dude. Like trying to, trying to troll people. Ruthless, man. Ruthless, man. No boundaries, this guy. Mm. None at all. None at all, man. So uh, I think that that whole that whole story was crazy, man. But uh, I guess we just gotta get out. Hey, for that, anybody listening? Get out to the polls next time, huh? <laughs> yes, seriously, seriously. Oh. <laughs> It'll be interesting, man. There's like everyone and their mom who's running for president right now for the Democrats, so we'll need to There's like. Anybody yeah. Try, everyone's trying to like dethrone him right now. Right. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens uh, once we get to the debates and stuff. We'll start narrowing it down a lot more. Like people are just throwing in their names in right now just for the fuck of it, kind of thing. Right. Uh, exactly. They're like maybe I can do it. Exactly, exactly. So uh, we'll see what happens. I think there's right now there's like 23 total people who said that they're going to uh, try to run. And that's like... It's some ridiculous number I, I was reading too. I was like, holy shit. Right, right. So we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I think my favorite candidate... Come up quick, man. Yeah, it, it does, it does. Uh, the debates will come up pretty soon in the next few months. Um, but I, I think my favorite candidate is still probably Bernie, I think, overall. Bernie, man. I do I like, like I do like Pete, uh, Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, Buttigieg uh, from the mayor from South Bend, Indiana. I'd like him. Um, I have some gripes with a lot of the other other candidates. Um, Beto O'Rourke, he's like he lost a lot of steam and a lot of momentum the last uh, after he yeah. lost to uh, to um, to, uh, to to Cruz in Texas. Mm-hmm. If he would have won, I think he would have had a lot more momentum on his side, but. He kind of doesn't talk about, like, policy. He's just, like, he just has the image, you know? He's become, like, a people person, kind of people person kind of thing, you know? They just tried to relate to people. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what he stands for necessarily, like, that type of stuff. I know he's really big on the immigration stuff, which I, I'm, I'm down for because he's from Texas. But uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, besides that, I don't know what his platforms are. Um, Kamala Harris, she's, like... She has her own issues about being a prosecutor in like California in the '90s, and I don't know if you heard about how she was she she lied on The Breakfast Club about listening to Snoop Dogg and Tupac in college when she was in college in the '80s before they came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why even lie about that? It's all good. People it, in California loves Snoop Dogg. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then she had admitted that she I think she had smoked weed before, but during her whole time as being a prosecutor. Um, in California, she put a bunch of people who smoke weed in jail for like life and shit like that and stuff. So, yeah, like, uh, I that, can see the contradiction there. That's on her record too. Um, uh, freaking uh, who else? Cory Booker is a big name that's in there, and he's like, like he's he's got notoriety for going against Trump recently. But it's it's like I don't know what he stands for either necessarily. And uh, um, yeah, there's there's like. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Those are some of the big names that I've seen there. I mean, and uh, uh, what's her name? Warren? Uh, um, the one that, that uh, Trump called Pocahontas because <laughs> she said that she was part of... Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I remember that. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren? Yeah. I don't know her name either, but I remember, I remember him saying Pocahontas. 
highest. And I was like, what the hell? Where did that even come from? Yeah, so she said that she might, she was at a rally. And she said, you know, like, they tell me that I might be part Native American. And so he started calling her Pocahontas. She did a DNA test, and it was like, I don't think it came came positive for her, so she she apologized for it. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It didn't go the way she wanted. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, in my book, I think right now Bernie still has like the most momentum or the most like you know good positives, but a lot of people yeah. are doubting him because he's 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 an older guy. He's a little older than Trump. Yeah. So. And uh, isn't the uh, isn't they talking about what's his name too? Fucking running. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Biden. Joe Biden. Biden, yeah. Biden. I was like, well, shit, man. <laughs> People, you know, I mean, a lot of, like, the thing with, like, politics now is it's not necessarily about politics, right? It's like, it's about the person, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like right. a popu- almost like a popularity conflict. 100%. 100%. You know, it's like, so instead of, like, attacking the person for their policy, not even attacking the person, instead of attacking the policy that they're trying to put, they're attacking the person. Exactly. You know, rather than, oh, this person, you know, they don't want immigration, you know, because this is like, oh, this person doesn't like immigration because or because he wants to have them work in his yard, you know, like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Biden, I have problems with him, too, because he, in the 90s, when he was a part of a member of, um, I think it was the Senate or Congress, I cannot remember, but uh, maybe Senate, he, in the Senate, he, uh, he was one of the big guys as a Democrat. That was like for the crime bill that happened in the 90s, which put a lot of mandatory minimum sentences on like, uh, you know, crack cocaine versus like powder cocaine. Um, A lot of uh, he put the three strikes law he was a proponent of and a lot of shit that like helped out the prison industry. Yeah, fucking. I mean, it's it's a a slippery slope, you know, because. Once you become like a presidential candidate or anything like that, or trying to run for president, mm-hmm. you're gonna go dig so far back in your past and try to find any little like bit of evidence that would like try to throw you off. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, like get people to not like what you stand for. Dude, there's evidence. There's there's stuff on him about like how he he was a proponent of like uh, building a wall and stuff like that back in the day. Even as far yeah. as far back as like before Obama got elected, like oh seven oh eight, like right that that era. Like he has some quotes about that where I'm like, oh shit. And like recently he's like right. switched his tune a lot. But um, like I mean, but outside of all that stuff, he's fucking like creepy with when he deals with women. Like, you know what I mean? He's like the creepy yeah, old I, dude. Yeah. It's kind of funny to see all these, you know, these old ass white dudes. <laughs> he, 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 he said some shit about a 10 year old girl at a rally like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, was, to research that. I was like, oh. What are, you, what are you talking about, weirdo? <laughs> it, was, it was out there, man. It was fucking out there. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. It's like a lot of that shit is going to, um, We'll uh, we'll figure it out. Like I think in the next uh, next half year, I think we'll be, have a better idea in terms of what what's gonna what's real and not. You know, right? It'll weave out the people that are actually gonna run. You know what I'm saying? True, true, true. Um, so we'll see. You know, it's an interesting time in America, man. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Uh, one other thing, I guess, just in the news uh, before we get out of here, though. Um, but yeah, we have the Trump. Uh, he organized his own climate change denying panel within the National Security Council because he's just like 
all the other scientists that are like a part of different parts of government are basically telling him that like nah dude you're you're fucking idiot like climate change is real and he keeps denying it yeah so if climate change is so fucking real it is man it's freaking the weather and all the crazy shit that's been happening like in the last decade like it only keeps getting crazier and crazier right Dude, well, shit, you, you, you saw what happened in Stockton like two weeks ago. With, uh, with what, the, uh... The whole fucking, it was like snowing and hailing in Stockton, oh, storm. Right, yeah, I forgot about that, you're record, right. Record, it was like record rain, record rain for this time of year. Yeah, you dude, know? it's been super gloomy down and here like, all year, too, for, uh, for L.A. And then, yeah, and then for L.A., too, and then... You know, super like a, you know, record rain or whatever it was, and then you're like, bro, then two days later, it's like, a, it's like 95. It's it's insane, <laughs> you know man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, so so what he did is he created this organization, who which is in the National Security Council, so he gets to put all of his hand-picked, like, quote-unquote scientists who don't, who don't agree with it, so that they could, uh... Um, basically just keep making policy that just said, like, all right, we're just going to build more pipes or we're just going to, like, you know, um, not give a fuck about being environmentally friendly. We don't care if we ruin the water source of places. And, and like, they don't, they want to deny, like, the fact that, like, the, the, the water's rising in places like Miami and other, like, Texas in certain places. So, like, a lot of beachfront properties are going to go underwater um, if they don't do anything um in the next like 10 years so it's like shit is like getting real at this point man about that stuff yeah dude they need to do they need to act before it's too late you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. people are like oh well it's in 10 years i'm like yeah but you can't fucking figure out a plan you know unless you actually get some you know some shit to get the ball rolling right you know? So a lot of people have been giving the the chick uh uh Alexandria Ocasio Cortez AOC. A lot of people give her shit because she's a little bit out there because she's pretty socialist and like some of the ideas that she thinks of, in which I agree with some of them and some of them I'm like, "All right, I can understand the idea, but maybe we need to talk about it a little bit more, you know?" Um mm-hmm. But she has the new Green New Deal and I agree with a lot of uh, what what's in there, man. Like that shit needs I'm to get passed. It. It's like she has a lot of proposals about like helping like the uh, uh, put investing a lot of money from the government into like you know researching this stuff and coming up with solutions. So I'm all for that stuff, man. Yeah, dude, I'm up with you. I'm not gonna agree. I'm gonna have to read her her ideas and stuff. I, I know of her. I just didn't look into it as much. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not gonna lie to you. I was one of the. Uh, I'm one of those people who's like. Trying to avoid politics at certain times, you know what I'm saying? Like, because all this stuff. Right. But I'm realizing now I need to need to be more more involved and more, you know, yeah, into I mean, it. Yeah, because a lot of it's going to affect not only my future, you know what I'm saying, but my son. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, it, that's, you know, and I'll be the first one to tell you, I, you know, I didn't vote last year or whatever, or the last time it was out, and I'm like totally changing that. Because, you boy, we need to fix something. You know what I'm saying? And, and you can't say you tried unless you voted. You know what I'm saying? Last election was a shit show, too, because I did not, like, I didn't vote for Hillary either, too. Like, I wrote yeah. I wrote in Bernie's name. Like, I'm just going to be public with it. Because, you know, my conscience, I couldn't vote for her, like, either. So it was a shit show, like, regardless. And the thing was, yeah. in California, you knew she was going to win anyway. That's, like, kind of the weird thing about politics. It's not a... Yeah. 
It's not a. You, you gotta win the. It, you gotta win the electoral college. It's not the uh, popular vote. It's all good, man. It's all good, but that's. I guess that's the, the last thing that I have on my uh, my topic here. You got it. You got anything uh, going on right right now on on your end besides uh, the little one? No, I'm just happy to be a dad, man. I am trying to do more of the sports talk, more actually. Like I'm trying to get into the you know the vlogging and stuff now. I'm actually bought a looking at a camera right now, Mario, that I want to get. And I've looked at all these other things, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to do this. Hell yeah, and, man. And we can get your viewers, man. Get our viewers up. Hell yeah, I'm with that, man. I'm like that. I like making moves, being aggressive with it, and then just figuring it out as you yeah. go. Yeah, man. Absolutely, dude. So, but other than that, you know what I'm saying? Just, just try to live life to the fullest now, you know what I'm saying? Right. Enjoy every moment. Because, you know, you got to live in the day. Try not to stress stuff out. Another huge thing that I'm really into right now is uh, I've been reading actually a lot of books. Actually, one of my favorite books out right now is The Mamba Mentality. If you want to pick up Kobe Bryant's book, Mamba Mentality is a fantastic book. Okay. Um, and also a book called Relentless. It was actually written by Michael Jordan's trainer. Um, and he just gives you a bunch of shit to kind of like translate it into your life. And okay. one of the big things now that I'm getting getting into is the positive energy you give out, mm-hmm. is the positive energy you'll receive. And you know, when you it's funny, you know, once you start getting that positive mindset, nothing but positive things tend to happen to you. You know, that's true, man. That's true. I feel it, man. I, I agree 100 percent with you with that. Um, I'll give you a book recommendation. Uh, this is one that I read last year. Um, it's a short read. It's by this dude named Sebastian Younger, J-U-N-G-E-R. He was a, a war correspondent um, who also uh, produced a lot of uh, um, documentaries. Restrepo was his like popular one, um, which I had the chance to see like a years ago um, about the war in Iraq. Um, he has this book. It's called Tribe. And it's very, very interesting. It's a pretty short read. Uh, I picked it up sometime last year after I saw him talk to Rogan on his podcast. And it was really interesting. Oh, yeah. um, so it, it, it talks about the human condition, uh, you know, what we're attracted to, how we're uh, more alike than we are dissimilar from each other, and how, you know, we need to, you know, come together and just, you know, think of things for the greater good and, and not try to put divisions amongst us, but try to, like, you know, break those barriers to kind of understand, like, from other people's perspective, you know, why things are certain are a certain way. So... Dude, hey, for real, bro, that's what we were talking about earlier, man, living in Stockton, that whole mixing pot, like, how we've never been here, how I've never been in the South, so I don't know the perspective of, like... Some people out there, how they feel towards you know other people. So yeah, dude, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's a I like good one. It. I like it. I have another one that I've been reading. I've been I've been putting this one off for a few months because uh, I haven't had the chance to like sit down. Um, and I've been kind of lazy with it. But I'm I was reading this one. I'm reading this one called The Corporation, which is uh, it's like a um, a deep dive into like the Cuban mob and how they operated in like the 80s and 90s and stuff like that and 70s in like that's Florida. The Florida and the New Jersey, New York area. It was a, yeah. it was a similar thing where I was, uh, um, was watching one of Rogan's show and he had like this dude on who, uh, um, was, uh, um, you know, the writer of the book, but he also had like his, uh, comedian friend, Joey Diaz, who grew, who's a Cuban guy who grew up in New Jersey. Yeah, I know, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know Joey Diaz. They had him on the podcast together and they were talking about these like different figures and stuff. And it was crazy cause Joey had stories of these guys 
because his mom used to own like a bar and they used to do like the, what they call the numbers game um, where they would bet money on like uh, a certain number for the day and basically it was based off of the number of people who showed up at a racetrack so they would publish every day in the paper like the attendance numbers and so the last two mm -hmm. digits you'd bet on the last two digits to to see you know what it was and so it's like long odds so if you win you you can make a lot of money off of that and so people would put like a couple bucks here and there and it was illegal completely illegal they ran it all up and down the east coast and the cubans controlled it and they got in bed with the italian mob and Eventually, they blew yeah, up. I didn't know how deaf that shit was. Holy hell. I didn't either. It was like opening my eyes, man. There's like uh, a lot of people like that. I'm really into like the, the nonfiction stories type stuff because I like learning from history and seeing how people reacted and what were their downfalls, what where they succeeded. And, and, uh, yeah, where they messed up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, I always, you know, was a curious kid growing up so i always like learning about history and about stuff that happens and how it kind of repeats itself they always told uh, told us that history repeats itself and that we're just a lot of times we don't look at we're too caught up in the in the moment to to think about how things will affect us and how we kind of get yeah. in the same cycles over and over again you know so true man so true so uh so yeah i like i like reading it's a lot of stuff like that out the corporation yeah, the the guy he uh, his name's T J English. He wrote some on like the uh, Italian mob first, and then eventually got into like some of the 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 Cubans because they had they were like in bed with each other. Once you heard about it, <laughs> yeah. Or once you actually did all his research, you realized, hey, these guys are tied together. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. So I guess we'll we'll wrap it up right now, man. Um, where can the people find you at? You got socials. Social media, hey, follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is, at Travis Did What, Travis Did What, W-H-A-A-A, three A's at the end of that, follow your boy, let me know what's happening, I mean, you know, all I do is post pictures of my baby and my dog, you know, <laughs> beautiful thing, <laughs> and then uh, once again, Mario, it's a fantastic show, I love being on here, talking with you, bro, not only just with sports, but about life, about other events fantastic so thank you once again for having me on you're uh hey go way back bro <laughs> i know man i know man we're coming up we're over a decade now of knowing each other and shit man so uh it's wild <laughs> i know i know it's crazy it's crazy if you think about it. time flies dude time flies uh but yeah, yeah man dude. it's it's been a pleasure catching up with you man i, I wish you all the best and uh best of luck to you and your family man the little one and and uh yeah man I, you know talking with you i can i can sense that you know we're in a we're in a not not a bad spot, I would say, in life right now. Like uh, we're kind of catching a little bit of a nice groove as uh, as we you know get older a little bit, uh, get more perspective yeah. on life and stuff. So uh, we're getting we're getting a hold of this adulting thing. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it takes a minute, but we're getting there, man. We're getting there. Oh All right, man. my brother. But hey, let me know when you need me on another show. You know, I'll be happy. I'm a phone call away, or whenever you're in town, I'll be happy to meet up with you and uh, and uh, talk more. Let's do it, man. Let's let's do it. Um, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk again sometime soon, hopefully. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'll uh, I'll have to I guess kind of end the call and then I'll wrap it up a little bit on my end here, and then we'll we'll get you the outro song um, that you you requested there. So we'll play uh, um, some uh, some Saint some Saint John on our way out uh, as we we kind of. This is the song when you people hear it. That's how I want you guys to feel tomorrow. <laughs> that's kind of how I felt Especially this morning. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly, exactly. So, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, say hi to everyone uh, for me out there. All right, man. You want to say bye, Ollie? Yeah. <laughs>
Bye, Ali. <laughs> I'm gonna put him as a feature on this on the on the description, man. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome, man. Thank you once again for your time, right, dog, and uh, we'll we'll talk again. All right, bro. You have a good rest of your day, man. Let me know when you see you uh, when you post it or whatever. Okay. All right, man. We're at uh, two hours and nine minutes on this one phone call after you after we had to stop. So I think it's a good place to to end it. <laughs> Two oh nine, baby. Two oh nine till we die, man. Uh, awesome, man. Take uh, care, man. All right, dude. You too. All right, later. All right, bye. Woo. So yeah, man. That was a long one. I really do appreciate my man, uh, Travis. We do go back uh, from talking shit on the benches uh, in between uh, on our lunch breaks and whatnot. Uh, yeah, man. That's a that's a very cool, interesting guy, man. As you as you guys heard, he can we can get into quite a bit of it here. Um, yeah, dude, I really appreciate everyone tuning in. As always, follow along. We're on uh, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcast, Google Play. Um, you know, everywhere pretty much where you can find podcasts, you can find us there. So uh, follow along. Uh, as you've been listening, this is uh, episode 50, uh, 54. We're just, you know, moving along, trying to get to those triple-digit numbers, and uh, we'll just keep it moving and grooving, as uh, we say always. Uh, once again, just thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter, which I've been, uh, you know, kind of neglecting recently. It's just been a lot of shit going on in my, in my life. I haven't really had a chance to, uh, uh, you know, express my thoughts on there as often. But in any event, you can find me there as well, at Puro Caballero, P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O, for all you gringos. All right, so uh, that's about it now. Uh, we'll give you a little bit of outro music, as we mentioned before. Let me pull this song up here, and St. John. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll leave you with a little bit of this, uh, another Bay Area act. Bay's been killing it with uh, the rappers and everybody now recently, I would say. Uh, we will give you St. John. I heard you got too lit last night. Peace. Yee! Correction from Georgia. <laughs> All good. Fucking baby, no regret. And never switch it up two times. Last night you showed me all the wretched shit that you learned. I showed her how to treat a Lambo like a new bird. And dancing naked on a table, that's the true word. It was a vibe if you wanna know. I heard you got to the last night.
got too little last night. Damn it. Mixing purple with your purple spray. Things you shouldn't know. I heard you sussing on the air.